0: guys, we're back here. This is Markel. And this is your boy, Ronnie. And we are here with the Ronnie Markel Make a Podcast show. As always, this is episode number 93. Holy shit. We're getting so goddamn close to that 100. And as we episode. promised, we will definitely have
1: a live show. You'll get to see our pretty little faces. You'll get to see chicks dancing on tables, bottles, bottles I, on I, ice. I, that's not high the budget. Fireworks. That's not the budget. I'm, I'm yeah. on the phone with Diddy. I'm trying to get him on the show. When I checked the
0: budget. It says that we have enough for a Bluetooth speaker to play <laughs> okay. some
1: music all right. and
0: okay. uh, maybe some some chips. All
1: right. I mean, maybe I could get Diddy to pay for all that. if oh, he if, sure, he, if sure, he returns We'll give him a you know, call. have been emailing and calling him about two years now. Give him a call. He'll get back to me eventually. He'll sure.
0: Me. Diddy, uh, you know, is a big friend of the show. We appreciate that. Uh, yeah, let me just make sure that disclaimer, Diddy doesn't know us. Uh, <laughs> not which, yet. He doesn't know us yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, so we've been some places, man. We're going to dive into, uh, let you know who we've been around. We've been rubbing elbows with celebs and, uh, you know,
1: the huge, The huge.
0: No, uh, uh, we, we have met some people. We have talked to some people. Uh, we've been to some places. We went to go play somewhere, man. Where'd we go? Uh, we were in my bedroom playing video games. I, I, what? I've never been in your bedroom. That's fucking weird, Oh, wait, weird, man. have you? No, I've never been in your bedroom. Oh, wow. That's okay. fucking weird. That's... You've never been <laughs> in my bedroom. That's no. like.
1: But we really went to Play NYC in New York, a uh, wonderful video game conference, uh, uh, com- convention. I say conference. Mm. So tell us a little
0: bit about Play Let's see, NYC. Play sir.
1: NYC. Let me give you a little rundown. Play NYC is New York's first and largest game convention for creators and players alike, featuring the latest releases from studios, large, small. Uh, hi, low, and from developers old and new, PlayNYC celebrates every facet of gaming in a way that only the Big Apple can. Whoa. You yeah boy you read that cue card? <laughs> nah, I didn't read it. Get that, get that picture. Did I get everything? Okay, I got
0: everything. Got everything <laughs> in reading over the cue cards. <laughs> but yeah, um, play NYC. We got a chance to uh, check out a lot of great people. Some highlights there. Uh, Bose AR. Bose AR was really great. We got a chance uh, to experience. What was the other one? Loot feed. Uh, Loot feed was amazing. Shout out to those guys. Uh, Bose AR had their own little thing where they have headphones that now communicate. Uh, in, in augmented reality. That's what AR is and allows you to interact with all of these uh, various different apps. And we met a lot of the creators there. Wait a
1: minute. Um, is that, was that the soundproof headphones? Yeah. The, the ones sound- you put on and I could barely you fucking could barely hear anything? You could barely hear. You could control the,
0: the, the, um, the sensitivity so it was really great. And uh, you also got a chance to use the camera on your phone with AR to respond to we played I can't forget the name of this The Worst Grim Reaper. Uh, that, was, uh, yes, that was the, the name of that game. Grim
1: Reapers. You might want to check that out. That's check coming it out soon. That is uh, no, it's out. It's out, out already? It. Yeah. Oh, it's check already it out. out. Okay, check, check it, it out. Check it out on the,
0: uh, on the Play Store, or uh, if you have uh, Apple, you can check it out there. Um, it's a really interactive thing where you have uh, Grim Reaper, who is... Um, you know, singing songs, and he is the worst Grim Reaper. I won't spoil too much for you, but that's kind of the gist of it. It is a pretty cool game, and you can interact with it uh, via the uh, AR uh, headphones uh, that Bose has, as well as um, your own thing. You don't even have to use those headphones if you don't want. We're not getting paid by Bose
1: whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, if we we're yeah. simply just telling yeah, you what we Yeah, It's a game by uh, Moon 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 is the name yes, of the company. Yes,
0: you can check it out at uh, Moon Moon Moon. It's an awesome uh, series, and it's also... Uh, awesome company uh, with a singer from the Netherlands and a developer from here. Um, great story, and uh, we have some interviews coming up with these guys coming up very soon on both our YouTube cool. page as well as audio.
1: Yeah, the game founders, uh, Mark Lohman. Big shout out to Mark! Martin Esla L- uh, I might uh-huh. be fucking up the name yep. and Mark ben- Benis. Bennis. Yep. Mark right, which, Benis is who we, we talked like to. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I'm yes, sorry, you, but Mark Benis. Mark Benis. Yes. Uh,
0: it's a B in front of the <laughs> word instead of penis. Um, wait, wait. Wait. Shouldn't it be pronounced uh, Benis then? Oh, Maybe it is Benis. Mark Benis. It might. Mark Benis. Mark Benis. Sorry. You the Mark, man.
1: You the man. We Mark. love you.
0: We we uh, we got a chance to you. You gave us a cool demo. You gave us a lot. Uh, you can actually see Mark also in our highlight video, which is on our Instagram. Uh, channel as well but play on NYC in, a, in a whole. we can't forget about the big guys who had like the huge booth there which was the insanity guys
1: oh my god yeah the the swim swim, swim insanity. insanity yes that was freaking amazing uh,
0: it, it is also uh, a game that is available on all platforms uh, N- uh nintendo, nintendo uh the switch um and ps4 xbox uh really cool awesome game very much plays to me when i got a chance to play the demo you'll also be able to check out that video very soon on our channels Um, I got a chance to play the demo and go through it, and it felt to me a lot like... Not in the controls, but the concept, it felt very much like Smash Brothers, so if you're into that kind of game, but if you want to be undersea and unleash your insanity, it seems like... Or actually, I'm sorry, uh, one of the games that I loved growing up and I still love to this day, Power Stone. If you know what the fuck I'm talking
1: about, Power Stone. You just brought me back to Dreamcast. Jesus,
0: Dreamcast, man. You're running around the stage basically trying to collect these gems to build up to this moment where you just unleash all hell I'm going to have to go find this yeah man I need to find that Dreamcast listen shout out big big uh, moment out there for uh, Sega if you can give me forget about the PlayStation Mini with the special games in it give me a Dreamcast that was the Uh, Dreamcast Mini Yes, give me a drink oh, as that many. Would be that would be amazing. Crazy Taxi, um there was uh what was it, Nightmare? It was a game that was like a zombie game. Oh it so many titles. A lot of good stuff. Sonic, you name it. You can make that. Yeah, We're one, putting uh, that out
1: there in the world, guys. So. One funny thing about I Think that I wasn't knowledgeable until we went to play NYC was the fact that there are all these uh, indie developers that are making games that are on these platforms. I was under the impression that Nintendo and PlayStation, they just have all their own people doing this. Like, in one giant room, like, making me a game! And they're like, okay, sir! Nah, like, man. You know, I didn't know that. So, that's kind of cool. It means like, anybody out there who's a creative or wants to create something can make a game. How cool we, is
0: that? We live it. That is very cool we live in a society of diy you can do it yourself in this age uh just like we're doing here uh we're you know creating our own podcast uh talking with you guys and you know sharing uh what we're doing and all of the the news that's coming up uh from movies tvs comics all around uh the world of pop culture say that three Uh, times fast all around the world of pop culture uh, so, uh, play NYC was amazing. We met a lot of great people there. Lootfeed, want to tell you real quick about those guys. Uh, they stood out because they literally have developed a way, exclusively for Microsoft and Xbox, for you to save money uh, well, via, by, by while playing, playing video, video games. games. Yes, you heard me correctly. They connect it to your account, and they allows you to save money by playing video games. Not gonna tell you anymore. Just go check out Loot Feed online. You can Google it and check it out. So
1: it's legit. It
0: is. It is legit for sure. Um, and and we don't
1: even need a lot of money to do it. Not
0: at all. You can start as low as 25 cents. Uh, once again, these are no shameless plugs whatsoever for these companies. <laughs> these were just guys that we enjoyed uh, while we went to play NYC. There was a lot of other great companies out there. Uh, there were a lot of. In, in, we We met up with Unreal Tournament. We saw some of their developers. Uh, We saw a lot of create games. Um, There was one board game that was very interesting, had an interesting title. Didn't get a chance to play it. Any quality, uh Oppily. Uh, yeah, well, yeah I it think was I saw like, that
1: too. Yeah, inequality. I, I believe.
0: You guys gotta look this up for me, and you know, shoot us a message and tell me a little bit more about it. Or if you guys are the creators of it and you want to shoot us a message, you can check us out through Gmail, Ronnie Markel at gmail.com Check us out on the Twitter, Ronnie Podcast, or uh, Ronnie Markel Podcast on uh, Instagram. You can definitely uh, check us out there and send us a message. Uh, we do reply, uh, so definitely check us out Sometimes. and let us no, know like exactly uh, you know. What this game is about And hell You know what We might even do a live show if We get a chance to Play that game If you provide the game The table And the place We'll show up And we'll play the game With you guys You know Making sure that Inequality doesn't live anywhere That's my soapbox moment For we'll the show we play the game We shall play the game Uh, In terms of Hollywood news and some celebrities that I did get a chance to talk with and uh, rub a little bit of elbows with, uh, going on a little bit of press tour with a couple of these guys uh, as they promote different shows. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is actually promoting a new show that she has, um, which is, I believe,
1: called uh, Creating a a God in Florida. Wait a minute. You got to meet Mary Jane?
0: I got to meet Mary Jane The original Woo! Mary Jane my man Kirsten Dunst man And I got a chance To talk with her And you're going to get A chance to hear That clip coming up In a very uh, uh, Future bonus episode uh, Where I got a chance To talk to her About Whoa whoa
1: whoa You uh, ain't even Let me hear that yet.
0: I, I, I'm just saying You, you should have Listened to it already <laughs> oh, I, it's, wow. it's, You're missing out Okay uh, But for our audience Out there You're going to get A chance to hear A short little conversation That we had Revolving around A project of her Of her own That she would love To return to So she been uh, as you already may know kirsten dunce has been acting as she said from the age of three all the way up until now where she's a parent of her own and it was a project that you know we talked about and it was a great question a great conversation and it was just a lot of fun
1: you know what i know what i would like to see i'd like to see kirsten dunce versus zendaya in a ladder match the winner is the reigning defending champion mary Jane. I dig it. I dig it. I think
0: that's a, a good idea. I think probably Zendaya might win, um, just based on like her karate moves and stuff.
1: She knows martial
0: arts. No, that was. It. But it'd be kind of cool if
1: she did, right? Like, no, she doesn't. Got to throw a monkey wrench in there somewhere. Maybe somebody else shows up who always wanted to be Mary Jane and kills them both.
0: Or uh, what's her name? Who played uh, Gwen Stacy in uh, that? Oh, terrible? that was
1: uh, Br- uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, she can ju- show up and be
0: like. I don't need this shit. I have Jurassic World, and I have all of these other great projects. Oh, you
1: know what? She can show up dressed as Spider-Gwen. Ooh.
0: (laughs) We never got a Spider-Gwen over there. But thank you, uh, uh, Bryce Howard, for uh, giving us that moment there of... uh, You know Your own twist On Gwen Stacy Personally for me Emma Thompson And live action Was my favorite Gwen Stacy so far And then of course The top of all Gwen Stacy Has to go out to uh, Gwen Stacy From Spider-Verse That was just An amazing performance And can't wait to see More sequels Coming from that uh, besides that at the same studio that we went to over there because it was a nice uh, press junket of different celebrities um, advertising for their stuff saying yeah, please go yeah. watch my shit
1: yeah he decided to just go out without me guys so I didn't get to meet Kristen Dunst His or any punk of that stuff. is back
0: in Jersey I was over <laughs> in the city <laughs> rubbing elbows with a uh, big celeb so I also got a chance to meet
1: Ronan himself Mr. Lee Pace uh, uh, can you tell him that he sucks <laughs> no uh, we I had a whole it. episode Sort no, about I'm that getting, right? like, he, he doesn't suck as an actor just, as, just the character of Ronan Ex- yeah. the character
0: cool. of Ronan uh, is decent as I talked about before uh, and I, it was fun talking with him uh, he was a really cool guy signed a lot of pictures for everybody took a lot of pictures um, very well dressed guy um, you can check out the interview on uh, AOL Build um, they did an interview with him that's the studio we were at where we were talking with all these different guys and he also got a chance to meet uh, none other than uh, halt McCullen uh, He's done so many movies uh, He does It has a really great show net On Netflix Called Mindhunter Wait, wait, wait uh, check Who that the hell out. is that I don't know who that halt is Halt McCullen man Google it Come
1: on Keep <laughs> up man Keep up, <laughs> man. Keep up. Uh, So that's what we've What we've done Have you Have you done any uh, Anything else buddy Or uh, what? I've been reading comics, I've been watching wrestling, catching up on Preacher, because I love that show.
0: Preacher uh, is definitely good,
1: my friend. And it's coming to an end, sadly.
0: Now, as we record the show right now, uh, we are only a few hours away from a very special event that's happening right here in the good old state of New Jersey. Uh, We are going to get a chance to meet, not the one time. Not the two-time, not the ten-time. Not not even
1: the 15th time. Not even the
0: 15th time, but the 16th time. The wheeling, dealing, kiss-stealing, son of a gun, Rick fucking Flair. Woo! That's going to be awesome. Getting a chance, a lifelong goal. I'm going to be like, Rick Rick Flair, woo! We got to, woo! Just show up, just styling and profiling. Now, if I can't, I'm going to tell you something right here and now. And as I record this, I would love, I would love, 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 love to be able to get uh, the Ric Flair wig. I was waiting for it on Amazon, but Amazon, let me just give a shameless plug for Amazon. uh, That's not a good plug. Amazon's delivery sucks balls. (laughs)
1: I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Sometimes.
0: For me personally It does not It does not work out very well And I always have to use Like the locker Or some other shit To get my package So uh, Shout out to um, shout, out, shout out to the uh, Some of the drivers That deliver to my uh, My location um, Please Get drunk and go drive um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow
1: Okay
0: I'm totally kidding I'm totally kidding. Um but, yes, I will. I, what I will say is that it is going to be a pleasure to get a chance to finally meet this guy. And I just – Wait, I, I, how
1: long has it been? We've been trying to meet him, I think, for the last – oh, we've been trying – we meant to meet him like a year ago, but then he got sick or something like yes. that happened.
0: And they replaced – I remember it was a signing, and we were supposed to actually meet him uh, back – uh, in New York, and they wanted to replace him with the Big
1: Show because he got yeah, sick. and the so, Big Show. I was like, ah, he's okay. I want to meet him too one day, but he's Rick never, he's no. I was like Rick Flair. But oh yeah, what I was
0: saying, I, I, I if I can, as I sit here right now, if I can go to my local costume shop or, or Party City, all I need is the wig. I have the shades, and I'll show up there with a nice suit straight from the thrift store i mean uh, you
1: got one day
0: so you got you one day to do it, it man i can figure it out and figure i just want to show up Woo! listen here brother this is a armani suit when you look inside it, it is custom made That's
1: i feel like i'm just gonna be more like spongebob like hi rick
0: <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to know like listen here Feller. Like, I will try to give him my best promo possible, uh, just mimicking him as great as I can. I'm not a great mimic of Ric Flair, but I will work on it at least for the next 24 hours. So, yeah,
1: freaking I can't Flair, wait man. to
0: do that. We will be sharing uh, pictures of that amazing experience uh, coming up uh, at, at probably by what Sunday, Sunday night, maybe Monday. Monday. Yeah, by the time you hear this, it'll, it'll, already, already, be, it'll, already, be it'll already be live. Uh, so, with that said, we're gonna dive out of what we've been doing, and now we're gonna talk talk About what's going on in the world, man. So, where do you want to take this train, man? You right, want to go to TV, so you want to, wanna, go to movies? You
1: tell me where oh, you want to you go. You said take it into the world. I thought we were talking about politics and stuff. So, I was going to say, well, the current climate change that is going on in America right now is okay. You keep your next <laughs> shit to yourself, okay? This ain't that show. All right. Uh, so, what you got in pop culture,
0: man? We got uh, to get some couch. excitement going on. There's a lot of crazy shit going on out in the world. And this is stuff that well, really keeps start, me you wanna happy. You want to start
1: man. movies? You want to television. Let's start in TV. Let's start in TV. Let's go
0: into TV. So we're going to go to the boom
1: tube. What you got for TV news, my man? So I got some, I'll start off with some sad news. Maybe you got some happier news. So for all you wonderful uh, Krypton fans out there, uh, Krypton, first of all, let me give you a synopsis. If you haven't been watching Krypton, which is on the Sci-Fi channel, which is a freaking great show. But basically this show takes place hundreds of years before the birth of Superman. So you know, hence Krypton. It's about Krypton and not actually Superman but Krypton follows seg L, which is uh, Superman's grandfather as he fought to redeem his family's honor and save his world from chaos so he's basically trying to stop the, you know What happens to Krypton? He's trying to stop. You know, someone comes back from, uh, what is it, Adam Strange? Mm-hmm. Adam Strange comes back and tells him, like basically, you got to prevent this from happening. So, so if you don't do this, Superman will never be born, yada, yada. Show is really good. Uh, the show stars a wonderful actor by the name of Cameron Cuff. Cameron Cuff is pretty dope. Show is awesome. But unfortunately, guys, if you've watched it and you've been invested in the show already, it is being canceled. like how freaking crazy is that chalk another one up thank you DC for getting me invested in another show that I like like Swamp Thing and then canceling it like what the hell hell is going on hopefully maybe another channel will pick the show up here's what I'm going to say to you this show is about I'm um, in, in a much short in
0: a shorter way. This show is about uh, Superman's granddad. Who gives a fuck? Oh wow! <laughs> That's what I said. I when mean, I first it's saw an the inter- trailer, It's the, a, the trailer it's, for it. Who gives a
1: fuck? Come on, it's an interesting concept that you know takes away from Superman for a second. Like, come on, like we already had Smallville, so we had a show to watch Superman. You know, in his younger years. So we I also thought, got him on Supergirl. So yeah, so Krypton is a good show. I thought it introduces a bunch of other characters from Superman world you may not have been aware of it shows you how fucking long Brainiac has been around. Spoiler alert that Brainiac's on this show if you haven't seen it. But you know I just thought it was dope and now it's gone already or gonna be gone if nobody picks it up.
0: So uh, to add on to that, Sci-Fi has basically said hey, DC's like hey are we renewing that
1: show? And sci-fi fi's like, we got other plans. <laughs> yeah. And Wait, they're like, well, they, what about the Lobo even, spinoff? They even canceled the Lobo spinoff. They're yeah. like, no thanks. We're good.
0: Yeah. They, they. I don't think that they're getting the buzz of that particular news. Um, it's not as exciting to the fans. We did want to see Lobo, though. Like, yeah. But I would say that I would have preferred to see Lobo appear on probably the Arrowverse Uh, uh, as opposed to here just because he's a cool character, an amazing bounty hunter and don't get me wrong, the guy who who was playing him doing a great job at like cosplaying as Lobo like he's doing a great job and Man, uh, that's no shot against him and, just... then,
1: uh, and then there's the other thing that I, I always just from a comedic standpoint I always think of when a show gets cancelled I'm like what if Cameron Cuff is like I'm on a hit show I'm on Krypton go out and like finance a brand new house or something and then you Ooh. find out your show's cancelled like oh um, yeah. I'm going to need to uh, need refund to, that. Uh, go ahead and uh, yeah, do
0: that. I think he'll be fine. He'll live. I think DC has been paying him well enough. And like you said, um, this has been a um, pretty common pattern going on right now. But you also have to remember, good sir, there is something significant that happened with Warner Brothers recently. Do you remember what that is? I have not. Please inform me. AT and T, our lovely cell phone company, owns Warner Brothers now. Ah, so they're coming right. in. And they're like, "Oh, that's nice." Uh, so they're yeah, just eliminating. Yeah, stuff. no, we're not doing that. Oh, and, that's uh, Oh, this is nice. Uh, this is really great. Speaking of uh, corporations stepping in with their new uh, found companies that they've uh, purchased, Disney is also guilty of that shit too. Because Disney just recently um, cut marketing for Fox. So they cut a significant amount, and that's wow. because of Dark Phoenix and a few other failed projects like Stuber, The Art of Racing in the Rain. Oh, I didn't even know Stuber ones. was Fox. Yeah. It's uh-huh. a, a bunch of different properties that uh, have been getting um, pretty much... that Disney had fired
1: most of the Fox so marketing. So you mean teams. Stuber's not getting a sequel, probably? I don't think so. I think
0: is going to take his ass back to Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs>
1: and uh, stay there where he's doing great.
0: Uh, but no, no, no. I would love to see him continue to do stuff. He's got a nice library of stuff and he's just gotta find his moment like he's he he was a little bit Drax in that movie in this Stuber movie I've spent the money I, on honestly, the ticket and went to go
1: see it I, honestly I'm gonna say this and people are gonna sp- and say oh it's messed up. I honestly think that Batista is good in the muscle bound Role, action roles, but he doesn't want to get stuck. I know he that. doesn't want to get stuck there, but I still remember, like it's still imprinted in my brain. His fight scene with James Bond Inspector, well,
0: like I didn't cannot... know The way that James <laughs> Bond thought it was going
1: to not. He really, he put, he was get, putting them hands on James Bond pretty good. It was like was somebody need to, to get them in them there because this is uh, about like, to get he, better Yeah, uh, he giving them them hands so. pretty much.
0: Yeah, but so uh, Foxes has gone in and uh, as well as like how at and doing, they've gone in and made some changes based on, okay, we own you guys and like we're seeing the numbers and shit's not going the way that we want. So we want to make sure we get our investment because if anybody remembers, they spent almost three figures in the billions to get uh, I'm sorry they spent two figures in the billions to get Fox
1: Oh yeah. so
0: they're not trying to play around with this
1: fail we need
0: a return on investment now we know they're going to get their return on investment when it
1: comes to didn't they already get that from Endgame Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to talk about that. There's (laughs) there's definitely some news there about. I'm like, how much? Damn, Disney, how much money can
0: you make? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, Ronnie. Uh, How much money can Disney make? Well, Disney, good sir, has just joined an elite club all by their fucking self. They just made history that no other company has done. Okay. In the year 2019, Disney has five films that have hit a billion dollars. Disney has made a billion dollars
1: in, in, in one five year. movies in one year. So what? You're and Star say- Wars hasn't even come out yet. So what you're saying to me is Disney can't be like, "Sorry, we're broke, we don't got it." They never talk about being <laughs> broke. There is no such thing. They like don't know. That, what- it's like that rich uncle. You're like, "Hey, can I have ten bucks?" And he's like, yeah. "Sorry, I don't have it." Exactly. It's <laughs> it's,
0: it's more like, uh, "Sorry, I don't want to support that." That's literally what you can say. You
1: wow. can't say you don't have it. That but is, $5 uh, billion.
0: So let's let's go through the from 5. From company,
1: here. wait a minute, from a company that was on the verge of bankruptcy mm. years ago. How fucking awesome is that? 5
0: bi- wait, that's $5 billion. That's not even just from like okay, we got Captain Marvel, $1 billion dollars. Okay? Ready? In game, of course. That made that's the highest grossing movie of all of time. All time right Over
1: now. close to 3 for, billion. For about 10 years to okay. to Avatar 3 or 5 takes it back.
0: Aladdin uh Aladdin hit a billion dollars. Now, let me take a quick moment to go,
1: hey. Can we give an applause
0: for can we Aladdin? we give it applause for that? No one's talking about it. Nobody's that? talking about the fact that that hit a billion. And even uh, Minim Assad has actually been talking about that on his social media. Like, listen, man, I don't know what's going on with Disney. I don't know what's going on with the people market- in marketing. But they're not pushing the fact that this movie has reached a billion dollars. It's a part of the billion- Billionaires uh, Club. And, of course, Lion King as well as... Um, Also hit uh, a billion dollars as well, the the new live action remake. And of course, Toy Story, Story, because Toy Story
1: was amazing. Toy Story before. Now, finally, I hope that that's it for that saga. Well, I think that that, I think that's a good send off maybe not, maybe not make anymore so now Woody Let's is start.
0: all out, out in the world you know exploring just finding random things. Do you kids. think they're
1: going to make another one because I feel like uh, I just don't want it to get uh, it's funny I don't want it to get dragged through the mud but the Toy Story films are written so freaking well yeah, so you're like, know. oh, fourth one? For what? And then you see it, and I'm like, The fourth one got me at home sometime going, hey, to we get a kid. We get a kid. Yeah. We get it. get it." <laughs> I'm going
0: to tell you something right now, and I said this before in my Toy Story review. Toy Story 4 got me in tears in, like, the first five minutes with him playing with the... They got real serious. It got him, like, going through the motions of him playing with the, ki- the kid, and I'm just sitting there as they're going through the history of Andy, and I realized I've gone through like my childhood and to adulthood with Toy Story. Like oh, this you know shit has funny. gone I,
1: I was thinking my life. different. I was thinking more like they've taken a lot of my money.
0: <laughs> I mean, you didn't think about it when
1: you were younger, you yeah, know? Was just like when you're younger, but you think like I know I was a teenager and an adult when some of those movies came out. Like so, literally taking my money. A a
0: literally, lot what they're saying, and this is just this is amazing that Disney owns this as well. Is that? Disney right now, literally, their executives and the people who are at the top right now can literally dive in a a fucking bank like Scrooge McDuck and swim around in their money. This only
1: also tells you that, like, what could Disney, like, besides the live-action movies and stuff, what else can Disney get into or what can they want to do? Whatever they want to do. Whatever
0: they want to do. Listen, Disney and this—I want you to realize this, and we'll get off the Disney train for a second— Disney has literally, in this year alone, made the GDP, which is the gross domestic product, which is the, the most, the, the, the money for the entire country. They've made more money in this year from, from five movies than most countries make in a 10 year time span.
1: Okay? Well, they can no, well, buy small countries. Well, I mean, I know where to get a loan from. I mean, you're not gonna get it.
0: Disney owns half, like sixty percent of
1: Hollywood. So I can't that. fill out no application nowhere, and I can't. There ain't
0: no bank of Disney right now <laughs> where
1: you can go get. Well, all. you know what? There should be. They got a billion dollars. They can start
0: one. Listen, they're gonna start their own thing, and you're not invited. That's that's how they're gonna do it. I mean,
1: jumping back yes. into a little bit of TV news. What you got here? From me? I, it's funny. We're talking about big, giant mobile comp- mogul companies. Uh, Netflix. In uh, some odd news, I found Netflix is ordering a, a new animated series for adults called Agent King starring Elvis Presley as a super spy. I'm trying
0: to think is that his song I'm
1: trying to think of, uh, woo, I'm all up. I'm like Yeah so I, I, I What I do don't, you have to say about I'm that? Like, sir? Netflix yeah Netflix announced, has announced that a different kind of king is set to hit the animated stage I mean, it is good that they're—and they, this this project, by the way, is, I, I believe, his daughter—what's uh, yeah. her name? I forget her, her name. Uh, uh, Lisa
0: Marie Presley? Yeah,
1: I believe she has something to do with this project, so you know they have the blessing of, of her to, to bring of this course. project forward. She owns the, uh, the whole estate in that sense, yeah. so I think it's good. I mean, it, they're mixing it up. Another formidable stamp to keep the King legacy alive and i would have to see you know what this looks like yeah the actually, animation style all that good stuff in the
0: news here it says presley and eddie who co-created the series will also executive produce meanwhile jerry schiller will act as a consultant with archer's mike arnold serving as showrunner writer and co-producer Let's your Mules will be supervising director on the series uh-huh. as well as a co-producer. I like to hear Mike Arnold's name from Archer because yeah, Archer is a Archer. hilarious
1: show. Okay, so, so maybe it'll be
0: maybe it'll be pretty good. If it's gonna be a adult show and it's gonna be have humor, I'm, I'm all for it. And with people like, uh, I mean, come on, we got Harriet Tubman, Var- vampire, vampire hunter,
1: vampire killer, you know, or something like that.
0: I would love to see new ideas with properties that we know. So, uh, kudos to them and Netflix. It seems like they can do no wrong at this point Speaking of Netflix um, Some more TV news that's coming from them Um, I don't know if you saw it I'm pretty sure you have But you didn't probably think of it for this Um, Have you seen the Dolomite trailer?
1: Dolomite Oh yeah yeah yeah, With Eddie Murphy Way down in the jungle deep (laughs) <laughs>
0: now, something I'm learning from this particular trailer is I didn't know, I actually, as a black man myself, I actually didn't know that much about Rudy Ray Moore. I didn't know that he was a comedian.
1: I knew he was a comedian. I didn't, I want to know if, like, what they're saying in the trailer about him making this persona of Dolan. Yes, he created a like, persona
0: so in order was... to make his own version of Shaft because okay. he wasn't considered a
1: good actor and people wouldn't
0: give him a shot. So he went upon himself and decided, I'm just make this shit myself and make it up as I go along. I'm a great improver, and he literally made black exploitation. You know, ah, that's
1: interesting. I did not know that about the Dolomite. I know that I could not watch the original films when I was a kid because they were very R. They were they very much stretched the R rating mm-hmm. because they were almost like porn a little bit. Some Come of, here, bitch. Let me get down. Yeah, he, he slept with a lot of white women. Yeah, all kinds of. <laughs> Come here, snowflake. Like, like he slept. All a lot of women, but especially a lot of white women. He had
0: a he had a nice uh, array of women uh, to to choose from, um, and we're looking this looking forward to seeing Eddie Murphy of all people get back into comedy. And not only that, Eddie Murphy is going to be also joining up with Mike Epps, going joining up with um, Keegan Michael Key, um, and Who also is in there? Um, Wesley um, what's, Snipes. What's
1: the name from The Office? Uh, the other black guy that's always in the Seth Rogen film so why is his name Craig Robinson Robinson. his name
0: just erased from yeah man so it's definitely a good cast of people It looks like they've got the right story in mind And again, just love to see Eddie Murphy in in a, a role Of him getting back out there Like this guy literally was kind of Like, in a way, he was Eddie Murphy was kind of like Dave Chappelle In the sense that he was at the height of his career And he just decided like eh, I'm not going to do stand-up anymore I'm going to go do movies And then with a few things that happened in his personal life And a few not-so-great movies that came out He kind of just backed up out of the like
1: um, like that, the, the, by the, the spotlight. spotlight. Well, also, and gave way to so well, many he other also guys. has like nine kids, so he's probably enjoying, you know, bringing up his kids and stuff. Well, too. if you
0: if you watch, uh, I'd recommend since we're talking about Netflix, uh, comedians driving in cars for coffee. Uh, he has an interview recently with Jerry Seinfeld. The first yeah, episode, it's like forty minutes. Yeah, and it's really great, and he actually talks about the fact that he really likes doing nothing. And I'm like, man, I'm not even rich, but I I have trouble not doing anything. Yeah, like like just sitting around, not
1: doing anything. Maybe I mean he'll probably sit around and like watch TV. Honestly, I don't think I've been able to do that since I was a kid. Like to literally just not do anything all day. Yeah,
0: I feel it's it's a weird thing as a a, a up and coming workaholic. uh, Somebody, I I really feel unproductive when I'm not doing anything, and I must say, my wife is actually teaching me to, you know get myself into a more lazier state and be able to just take a moment to just relax. But, uh, with that said, um, I'm looking forward to seeing the Dolomite.
1: You know what's what's crazy? With all this news we're talking about, I feel like we keep going back and forth from Netflix and Disney because the news I have next is more Disney news. Holy shit, what you got for us? All right, so for this, um, so there is a rumor that Ewan Ewan McGregor is in talks Mm -hmm. to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi for a new Disney series. Now, this is right now this is just speculation that he's in talks But, you know, I mean, a lot of times I feel like when it's all over the place, it's probably a little more than in talks. I'm going to tell you like this in this day and age,
0: if you haven't noticed it yet, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. And I strongly believe this when it comes to a point where the news is reporting it, just like you said, this decision has already been made. And all they're doing is testing the waters.
1: Yeah, to see what people are thinking. They just about. want to know what people think about that idea. Because like once it starts to be on every outlet and NBC and everywhere, then yeah, I think the decisions
0: like- have been made. All they're doing is saying, Okay, put throw this line out there and see if they take the bait. And as you can see, it's a it's a topic on our show. So we're we're here like gullible fish, absolutely taking the bait. I would love to see Ian McGregor. Dawn the. I mean,
1: there's just so much story. That's yeah, there. I'm like, I feel like where where could they go with his character? So many fucking different things. There's so many cover. direct.
0: So you can use him as an anchor. I would. I would personally say Disney has probably already thought of this, but they can easily use him as an anchor in order to tie all of the other universes and all of the
1: other canon things. Look. Can we get a replay of him destroying Vader? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Don't try it.
0: <laughs> I, I have the it? higher ground.
1: <laughs> like, uh, and he didn't. And he tried it. You underestimate <laughs> my power. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Jump your ass over there and get I'm your like, arm this, leg chopped off. There's the one person that can, uh, can show up and, and make Darth Vader not look so tough. <laughs> See, now, here's the kicker. That is a great idea when you think about it
0: going back into his past after that point in time you can literally do a dual situation because by the end of episode 3 he's a, if we pick up right where episode 3 and clone wars and all that stuff happens yes, if you want to if you pick it up from that point that means that this show's protagonist could oh, I'm sorry antagonist could easily be vader
1: because yeah. it, he literally is existing could, at the same time. And we could also see, like, the repercussions of what that caused for uh, Kenobi because, like, Absolutely. he... You know, he didn't actually want to do what he had to do to Anakin. So, Correct. You know,
0: you get to see him being a badass Jedi when the good... Basically, if, if anybody knows the storyline between after episode three going into the new episodes or the episodes of Luke Skywalker, the bad guys win for a long time. Oh, yeah. A long like, so. you know, you know the Empire pop, popped into rises.
1: My, just popped into my head for what if, and I don't know if anybody's ever done this before, but what if they made a what if story. What if Vader hadn't turned bad. What if he did listen to Obi-Wan Kenobi and became a really strong, good guy with the powers he had?
0: I think what you're describing is a Disney Plus show that's going to come after the What If Marvel series is really popular. I am guarantee you that they're going to be yeah, like, well, like that why don't would we do be, What If of our other properties? That would
1: be something interesting to see. Like, what if Vader turned out good? You know, it's the same thing like Superman. Like, what if Superman would have... Well, we have that now. It's called Brightburn. But, yeah, <laughs> it's yep. like, but like, you know, what if Vader you know remember uh, Obi-Wan was so like disappointed like you know you were supposed to do this you You
0: were the chosen one I watched this
1: movie way too much so like like, what if like I remember I broke my ankle and I literally like hopped my ass on one crutch to the theater to see this movie. Like I was like that excited to I see it. I will
0: go ahead and say that I was one of those people. I didn't get it my I didn't get it by any other way, but I definitely was one of those people who watched the leaked version of that. The one that later anybody remembers, it literally had the clock in the corner of the screen for the movie oh, as wow. you were watching it cuz it got leaked I think like a week or two before oh, I was no, I saw it was supposed to come it, out saw it in theaters. Oh yeah, you want to protect yourself yes, there. too. Too good for that stuff Yeah I'm good I, I watched it I watched that uh, When I was young And I'm like Holy shit I get to see Star Wars early So uh, Shout out to those uh, Piraters Who were out there uh, Doing 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 the uh, The Lord's work there <laughs> <laughs> uh, With that said um, I have some More TV news What else I got here It looks like In TV news We actually Got another trailer From uh, Batwoman Are you excited About Batwoman
1: uh, Maybe Okay. I honestly can sit here and tell you, I haven't watched any trailers for Batwoman. Mm. <laughs> I'm like I I like at a first glance, the first time someone told me they were even making the show, I was like, eh, okay. But well, I'm like, I'll I'll take a look at it and you know, you know me, I never really give anything a full judgment until I watch it first. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: it looks to me like it's being, was it uh, Ruby Rose? She's the one that's actually donning the uh, Batwoman costume and playing Ruby
1: Rose, Kate Kane. A.K.A. Angelina Jolie's clone. She's a little <laughs> tiny version of her, yeah, I would say. Um,
0: She's actually, th- in this new uh, trailer, if you haven't seen it just yet, uh, we get to see her antagonist for this season of, of Batwoman. It's going to be season one. Uh, her antagonist is Alice. Uh, Alice. I won't ruin who Alice is. You have to read the comics. But Alice is an important character that is connected to Kate's life. Um, And she, by her name, she literally does quote um, a lot of um, Lewis Carroll's uh, Alice in Wonderland uh, as kind of her thing. Uh, Uh, So so she's, she's from like that. I would say that, in background. essence, she's, if you think about it, her rogues gallery is very similar to that of Batman, it's just a reverse of a lot of different things, she's literally like the Mad Hatter, except ah, for okay. she's has some connection directly to, like the Mad Hatter was just some fucking dude, uh, man. and it had no connection it to It would roots. just
1: be hilarious if, uh, bless this legend, but if they did a parody of like Tom Petty's video, don't come around here no more, you know, it has the whole mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland theme, that would oh, be hilarious. Cool. If he That's did, man. if he did that, if they did that, she told Batwoman, "Like, don't come around here." No, that'd be hilarious. That'd be interesting.
0: I would, I would love to see that. Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland is definitely something that um, she quotes quite a bit. Um, if you check out the uh, Birds of Prey show, I believe she's also supposed to appear in that as well. So it seems to in the be, movie. Um, well, no, she appeared in. Uh, I'm sorry, she appeared in the 2000 Birds of Prey show. Okay. Um, so if. Anybody, you know, remembers her, or if you're a big fan of the Batwoman series and you know exactly what I'm talking about, um, it was great to see that they've released uh, footage of showing exactly what she looks like. She doesn't look exactly like the comics, um, but it's, you know, again, they, everything doesn't have to look exactly the same. We're not Everybody's not making Watchmen. You don't have to make exactly the same thing. But yeah. um, I, speaking of Watchmen, I'm very much looking forward to that HBO one. That she looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we talked about that in a past episode, but definitely check out that trailer and Batwoman's trailer if you haven't already. What else you got in TV news, my man?
1: That's it. That's all I got. Oh, TV. you got TV news? Got that. Oh, and w- one last piece of news, which I think I might have stated a little earlier, which is Preacher season four is going to be the last season
0: damn man you're gonna leave they're the t- they
1: wrapping it up already but uh, it's a great show i would recommend checking it out not with kids around at all because it's very fucking bloody gory do
0: you realize that 20 like 2019 has been a,
1: a wrapping of a lot of different things and I'm, i, I am, am still trying to i'm still grieving over the big bang theory man it's yeah, been it's been a couple of months now i'm eyes. i'm still grieving like why they have to do me like. I that?
0: mean, I'm thinking about uh, you know game, but again, Disney's like, oh, don't worry, we got more for you. Oh, we got yeah. TV There's shows, we got more. movies.
1: The TV shows are gonna go take us right back into the movies.
0: Let's let's take for just two seconds for 2019. How many things can you name uh, right off the back that have ended? Big Bang Theory said. Um, uh, get, uh, game of Thrones is game ended. Of Thrones Marvel's uh, first saga, Eye Zombies, Eye Zombies games. ended. Supernatural is ending. Um, Agents of Shield is ending. Jesus. Uh, there's Jesus. so many projects that are taking. Oh, I'm sorry. Orange is the New Black, which had a f- beautiful finale, uh, that just ended. Uh, so many different projects are on their way out the door. Krypton, Swamp Thing, you name it. Um, those were short lived, but some of these other ones had long um, moments. So we just want to take a moment of silence for these shows and uh, I just will say remember exactly. You. Uh, and when that said Moving on uh, I have just a few more Pieces of stuff For TV And then we'll jump Right into movie news um, This is something That could be uh, This is something That I thought Was interesting It was just kind of A small thing um, Apparently uh, The Walking Dead Recently got fined By the FCC Uh oh, what? Uh, they got fined because apparently you're not allowed to use the emergency response sound, like the real emergency response sound on TV, oh, that's on something. Yeah, like uh, that. That is something that you're not allowed to use. They got fined. Ready for this? A hundred and four thousand dollars for using that sound for a fucking like TV show. So just a shout, out, just a uh, not a shout out, but just a message don't do that shit again please <laughs> that's a
1: lot of money i mean for them it's nothing but what do they do with that money you ever wonder what do companies do with the money when they find employees or they find like what do they do with that, Buy is, beach that houses, is that is that literally I... just free money it's like i would love to know Okay, what are you going to do with that 104000 Are you going to invest that into homeless shelters? Are you going to invest that I'm gonna into I'm going to give you a scenario right
0: now. When you say that the FCC, right now, somewhere as they're, they're listening to this show, uh, hopefully in a conference it, it, room. Is laughing hysterically? No, they're not laughing. It's, well, they're going to laugh hysterically after they take their face out of the Coke. Because they're all going to be like, oh, we bought this Coke here. We got all this powder all over our faces right now. Oh, wait, what does he say? It's like, oh, that Ronnie, he's
1: funny. Uh, you think they who have, else are we going to? You think they have to buy it? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, that. yeah, that's right. They're FCC.
0: <laughs> shit. Probably got some guys at the Bureau just like, <laughs> yeah.
1: what kind of powder you got? That's some good I shit. Like They're pretty high-powered. I don't know. That's uh, it's craziness. Speaking of Cokeheads. Um, no.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, <no. laughs> that's just yeah. exactly Um, Sony, your favorite guys are developing new TV shows. Ronnie, are you ready? Oh yeah.
1: Ooh. Hey, oh know. wait, TV shows. Okay, maybe, maybe. All right, I thought you meant movies. Yeah, Ronnie it,
0: sounds excited. It, I'm, they I'm shouldn't. Pull, I'm, I'm pulling them in. If
1: there's anything with the, of, what, yeah. to do with superheroes, they shouldn't do that. But move but oh. TV, you know, TV is cool. TV I'm sorry can be to good.
0: Disappoint you, Ronnie. But they're Oh wait, well, you won't
1: disappoint me. But, yeah. So they're
0: actually digging into now. You realize the fact that they still have ownership of Spider-Man.
1: Oh yeah, I know. So they are developing Spider-Man related television. Oh, shows. they can do that. I mean, it doesn't mean it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> they got lucky. All right, they got lucky with Spider-Verse. All right. You mean the Oscar-winning they got lucky animated movie? lucky with Spider-Verse. All right. Let's slow down. <laughs> let's slow down.
0: Really? What are you supposed to do now? You got an Oscar. You got a great movie, which won all the awards. I feel
1: like just keep working in conjunctions with other companies that know what they're doing. That's all I'm saying. You mean Marvel? That's all I'm going to say. Is that say. what you
0: want to say? That's Marvel in association say. with Marvel? That's all I'm going to say. Listen, keep getting that consulting. and like I, I know that the Into the Spider-Verse was definitely uh, Laura Miller, and they definitely did a great uh, job. Just so you know, um, coming up, and I, I I will post the original date on um, our Instagram. Um, just while I'm thinking about it. Uh, Laura Miller are actually going to be doing an alumni Q and A screening of oh, that's right. uh, Into the Spider Verse in 3D at the SVA Theater in New York. It's coming up in September. You can actually go to Eventbrite. I'm gonna. I just thought about it. There's no reason to post it. You can go look the shit up yourself. It's on Eventbrite. If you just type in Spider Verse 3D, you'll see there's an actual alumni screening that's coming up because they're SVA alumni. So we will be in the house. We will be in the house if you want to meet them and you know, hey, come chat with us. We'll be there. You'll see our T-shirts. Um, we'll be more than happy. To uh, chat with you and and get nerdy That's what we like to do Down and nerdy baby Uh, So what else we got in TV news Uh, Tommy Davidson A fan of the show and a good friend of the show uh, We got a chance to interview him At Tribeca has just announced Something that I don't think a lot of people know Are coming to the Disney Plus app Proud
1: family is going to have brand new episodes coming to the Disney Plus app. That's going to be very interesting because the Proud family is from so long ago. I feel like, I wonder how they plan to relaunch that like for a new audience too. Because mm. I like, guess gonna be like you know like the original was so many years ago I have to look that up in a second but I'm all for it I'm like when you told me that I was like holy shit I I think that
0: that the proud family has enough nostalgia that I think it can be brought back with no problem uh, Proud Family actually came around in the year 2001. <laughs> yes. that's what I,
1: I uh, knew that. So I it's like, almost
0: 20 years <laughs> since...
1: Uh, so some of the youth today that are watching these Marvel movies and stuff didn't even exist. So Yeah. It's in the works and uh, K,
0: uh, Kyla Pratt
1: is also uh, on Black Lightning. Oh, that's right. So, wait, no. Is that? Yeah, that's one, one of the girls. She's no, on Black Lightning. Kyla Pratt is,
0: she? Kyla, No, you're talking that, that girl on uh, there is China. You're, you're thinking Right now, I think they that's look one, very one sim- of the same people. They look very similar. Her, like Kyla Pratt, uh, wait, Kiki Palmer, oh, and China okay. look very, so very I, similar. I might
1: be stereotyping right now. I just don't know what to my say. Bad. You, man. My bad, my bad.
0: <laughs> I'm just. We all don't look alike, Ronnie. We all don't look alike. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we, we Kyla, uh, Kyla Pratt is uh, looking to have signed on for this project as well, and of course Tommy Davidson. Let's see if we can get Whoopi Goldberg to come back and a few other people. Like I'm looking forward to the full. If you're gonna pull some shit back from the crates, I need everybody on board. Oh, definitely. Get, bring everybody back on board so that way this can be done right. Um, and then a last piece of TV news, um, which it will slide, take us right into movie news, uh, you remember there's a guy named Martin Freeman?
1: Yep.
0: He was in a little movie.
1: uh we was in a little movie series. I think it was in the Lord of the Ring movies. Yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah. think that they was. They weren't that big. You know, they, they were they small fry things, you know,
0: uh, nothing big. Martin Freeman has actually confirmed that he is actually
1: returning to Wakanda. He's going back to Wakanda. Is he challenging T'Challa this time? Nah. He's Sorry. like the colonizer Sorry, versus
0: right. T'Challa. He's just another broken white boy for them to fix. Oh, okay. Sorry, not going to happen. Okay. Funny, Fun fact, did you know uh, Some uh, I'm le- I've just recently got my uh, new end game and I just have to sit down and just binge that, go frame by frame, just get real nice, down and nerdy, and I think that I, oh, I'm sorry. I found out that uh, Shuri actually improvised that line. Oh, the colonizer? Oh, well, no, not colonizer. Another broken white boy. Oh, okay. She literally, she literally uh, oh, so improvised it. So colonizer
1: was in the script. That no, was in the script, yeah. Like Ryan
0: Coogler was like, yeah, we're going to talk about colonizers. Um, that was my uh, Ryan Coogler impression. Um, He Yeah That was definitely One of those Improvised lines There's been a few If you actually uh, Check uh, online And just type in Like Improvised lines From Marvel Universe You'll be very surprised Interesting Another one uh, That you may be aware of Chris Hemsworth Improvised The friend from work he uh, improvised that. But actually, it's funny that that, from work, that came from another person. He just put it into the movie. That came from, I think it was a Make-A-Wish kid or a kid that was on set that was just like, oh, the Hulk and, you know, uh, Thor, they're friends. You know, they all work together. And he thought of the idea, like, like hmm. we're friends from work. So, like, thinking of what to say to this CGI tennis ball that's running at him. <laughs> um, or, I'm sorry, the tennis ball with CGI it, uh, added in later. Uh, But yes, that is uh, all I have for TV news. And we're going to dive right into movie
1: news, which we have a few little things here. Uh, What do you got for movie news, good man? I hate to even report this, but I have to. Uh, Andy Serkis is directing Venom 2, which I didn't think would actually even really happen. Why are you upset? But I feel like if I was on the set of Venom 2, I'd be like, this is real? This is really happening?
0: Well, I'm gonna we... add something in there. There's somebody else who's just been uh, ca- brought into production for and uh,
1: with Andy Circus. All, all this is gonna do is just further like, wait, this is really happening? No, this is this is like a bad nightmare. This is really happening. You did, did, they, did did anybody else see the first one? I think what they saw was the box office, Ronnie. I think that's what they saw. The box it office wasn't was a, a good a movie sequel. at all. I think that there were some flaws in the movie, but there's definitely some okay. potential. Like I always do, if this was an awesome movie, what was, name five really cool parts. I'll get back to you on
0: that. <laughs> um, Venom is one of my favorite characters. Uh, a quick side uh, thing that uh, is related to uh, some sort of co- some comic news. Uh, I got a chance. Big shout out to Ryan Stegman. Big shout out to Donnie Coates. Uh, I got a chance uh, to meet them and get a and little get my, segue uh, with Venom. Yeah, big big um, big ups to these guys because uh, Donnie gave me a nice cool sketch of my Absolute uh, Venom. Uh, I'm sorry, Absolute Carnage that came out, which will be uh, we're talking about in our comic segment um but going back to venom the movie yes andy Serkis, the oscar-winning mocap master it, it
1: makes sense that you know he does all the mocap stuff and he did a phenomenal job with the ape movies but i'm just not feeling this man i and i'm gonna stick to my guns here i will get excited for venom and carnage when they become when they bring him into marvel studios
0: I understand. I think that um, there is another guy that uh, that got announced that was brought on board as well, Oscar-winning cinematographer Robert Richardson. Now you may be asking yourselves, "Who the fuck is Robert Richardson?" Well, let me just give you guys a little bit of uh, backstory on this guy. Give us a this little guy backstory. has not only worked on Platoon. Wall Street, JFK, Casino, um, Kill Bill 1 and 2, Annie Aviator, and Glorious Bastards, Shutter Island, Hugo, Django Unchained, and Hateful Eight. If, you, if that sounds familiar, he's done a lot of fucking Quentin Tarantino stuff. Ah, that's so awesome. if you like the way Quentin Tarantino stuff is shot, and you like the cinematography in those movies, he plans to bring that style over here. So, so far...
1: So you know what that tells me? This movie is going to look like an awesome piece of crap. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, visually, this is amazing. Story-wise, it still sucked as much as the Well,
0: I'm still waiting and reserving my judgment because I know that I have yet to hear who is writing this. Um, So that's what I'm more concerned with. The thing that struggled for this movie was not visuals. The thing that struggled with this movie was pacing and story. So those are the things story, that are, and they didn't
1: really make Venom do anything cool either. Um, he didn't do anything like you take a character like Venom. You would think like, oh, man, remember the scene where he came through the wall? Or there's no, there's nothing memorable from the first Venom movie.
0: I would say Tom Harrison except, Hardy the, did except a great the terrible
1: job. after credit scene which you which is like burned into our Jesus, minds. Please, I can't
0: <laughs> Woody Harrelson is a great actor and he did not deserve that now, fucking wig now
1: what if they what if they continue with that too? You're man, all for that? If you don't <laughs> get that wig on my
0: face, oh man. That shit make me angry Tom <laughs> I think I, it was like the worst after credit scene yo, ever. I'm mad. I sat there and watched <laughs> that after credits. Like that shit Wait, was terrible.
1: Speaking speaking of after credits for a second, this is totally like not Venom associated, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about this earlier. I think one of the first movies I ever seen in my life as a child that had an after credit scene man? was Masters of the Universe. Yes, it and started it. Like I, think, th- it I think they started the after credits scene. I I mean I probably have to Google and. Do some research but I think they might have been the first movie that had After Credit and the, I don't know who the actor is that plays Skeletor and if he's still alive or whatever but he fucking lied to me because he told me he'd be back you know, I waited for a couple of years for him to come back. And he, and he never, came never back. He never gave us a sequel. So, I'm wondering, you guys, if you want to put a sequel together for Ronnie, <laughs> I'm all You don't know that they're already making another Masters of the Universe that comes out in 2021. No, they're, they're making another one. I don't know. I don't know, like, other than, I think they announced, like, who the main actor guy that was playing He Man, but that was, like, all the details we got at that point. But think about it for a second. Wait, Masters in the Universe, you know for a
0: fact that uh, the guy's name is uh, Franklin Geller. Uh, that's the guy who basically told you He'll be back. It never came back, Ronnie. So sorry about that. Is he
1: still still living? He is still with us. He, he is 81 lives years old. He's in Bayonne New Jersey. Oh my god, we can actually look him up. Alright, here we go. Gonna, maybe. Hmm. Maybe stay tuned, ladies and gents. Maybe I'm gonna get an interview and be like, Ronnie's. You told me you'd be back, but you didn't come back. He's what like, happened? You
0: fucking nerds keep asking me about this. <laughs> I'm not coming back.
1: I'm it's like, not okay, all right, you know what? You don't have to come. Could you sign this Skeletor pop for me, though? Uh,
0: and then, and then, How his, do you own one. And then all of a sudden, his uh, people come after you. Like, no, no, please! <laughs> I promise, I won't do anything. Oh, it's this guy? I've seen this guy before. Ah. Uh, yeah, I've seen this actor before. He was.
1: What was it? Box. Oh, the box. Okay. I didn't know that was... That's the Skeletor. Wow. Okay, Awesome. This guy's been acting forever. Okay. I awesome. love it. I believe most of the actors in that movie are still... Uh... Courtney Cox went on to make a billion dollars herself being on the Friends TV show. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so no one told me this would be so profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Speaking <laughs> of profitable with Friends, um, we normally don't uh, post on toy news, but we got to tell you guys, if you are into Friends whatsoever, on
1: September 1st, the Lego store oh, will release the 25th anniversary, the 25th
0: anniversary Lego set and for gonna Friends. Be The little
1: Central Perk uh, diner restaurant they used to go to. Yes, it is, and
0: it's going to be a very uh, hard thing to get your hands on because each store is only getting a few.
1: I wonder if you can pre-order that. No, you can't pre-order. Damn it. Uh, Lego don't play them pre-order games. What if I slide a cool $5 bill across the counter? Yeah, that set is like $60, so you go ahead <laughs> I and mean like, $5. You know what? You go ahead and hold one for me, Mr. Cashier, and that little crisp $5 bill will you be just yours. reminded
0: me there was uh, a that was, that was
1: Game Night. Yeah. Game night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That was a hilarious scene. And he was he like,
1: got- okay, $5 is not enough? Six dollars. He's sliding an extra dollar,
0: <laughs> and he looking like, "What the fuck? Why do you like?" It looked like he was going to put like twenty. Now, he yeah. put like another single.
1: Like all I got is like twenty. <laughs> That's all I got. I got ten bucks.
0: <laughs> Jesus, that that was a hilarious scene. If you haven't seen Game Night yet, it is amazing. Please check it out. Uh, it's with Jason Bateman and an assortment of, of, of Rachel of McAdams. Hers. Rachel yeah. McAdams. Yes. Uh, was that the Notebook chick? Yeah. She's got. A I big... waited for you. She got, oh, that's also wait. The uh, Rachel McAdams is also the girl from uh, the hot, uh, not not uh, the mean, one with Mean Girls. No, not just Mean Girls. Wasn't she the the girl? She, she was the, in the
1: hot chick. The hot chick. Rob, uh, Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider.
0: Yeah, I was her the hot chick? Yeah, I'm like that was her. She was like running around with Rob Schneider. Which is also funny
1: because in the hot chick, she was a hot chick, and then she was The hot popular chick in Mean Girls. Hey. Ooh, mm. nice connection there, sir. Uh, and if she went on to be Doctor Strange's chick and Doctor Strange, no. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, yeah, she's
0: a part of Marvel cinematic yeah, yeah, she, she is. is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she gets around. I don't mean it that way, but I mean like you know she gets around with uh, with the movies. Uh, sh- shout out to Rachel McAdams. That's
1: all I got for the tele. I mean television for the movie for movie. the big
0: screen. Well, I got some very simple little stuff, and it all goes back to Disney. So I'm gonna just put it to like you, Disney. Disney guys all all, doing all the things. They're literally just like taking the entertainment industry by storm. And how are they doing that? Did you know that this week, um, Mufasa just beat T'Challa.
1: Are you talking about At the box office At the box office I That's I the only way It is way yes it is sir Because without that costume There'd be no way In fucking hell That, <laughs> that Black Panther Would be the fucking lion I think even with the costume That's the problem That's a lie Nah cause with the costume You know He can withstand All that stuff He'd probably kill the shit Out of that lion With the costume well, probably. Maybe. We'll have to see. But without the costume. Without the costume. If you had to fight him, strip away the Black Panther and the costume, and you just a regular guy about to be eaten by a fucking lion. You're like, wait,
0: strip away the Black Panther. <laughs> oh, God. That was a hilarious scene. You can use that in so many different ways. Uh, but, yes, Mustafa. Uh, Mustafa. Wow. M- <laughs> Mufasa. Mustafa. Mufasa. That's the, oh, and in that's, the, lion that's King. the
1: third lion. That's the third brother that they didn't know that they had. So he shows up. I'm the, the rightful He head. shows up. Yeah, I'm the rightful head. It ain't no damn Simba. Then he pushes Simba off the cliff. Oh, fatality. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is in Ronnie's imaginative <laughs> world. That was a what we would like to call uh, Ronnie's magical theater. Uh, he you, created you, that you in welcome. his mind. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, we were happy to report that uh, Lion King. Hey, guess what? A Disney movie beat
1: a Disney movie. Okay.
0: Can, like, you know what? They just own.
1: Uh, the, don't tell me, did, did Lion King beat Toy Story? Because I hope not. No, of course not. Oh, uh, thank God. No, okay. no, I was
0: saying. I was talking about Mufasa beating T'Challa. Uh, okay, like, gotcha. It is now, in terms of box
1: office, it is now outgrossed Black Panther. Wow. Uh, so, you know, here we are. Uh, a bunch of emotionless lions beat T'Challa? What I call that is a black on black crime Is what I call
0: that Uh, I think that's all I got For the movie news my man Uh, All I got We can jump right into our comic book Recommendations uh, comic book recommendations of the week uh, what
1: do you have for us sir what is your well, comic book recommendation I, I of only week? have two but I have I have some goodies so if you haven't read the first issue uh, there's a brand new series from Justin Jordan the guy that brought us the great uh, the what is it called the strange talent of Luther Strode Hell yeah! awesome book you might want to look up I doubt you'd find the single issues at this point but, uh, so he has a new series really? called... Really? that disappeared? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Try finding Luther's show number one. I understand. Like So, he has a new series called Reaver. So, let me give you a little <coughs> synopsis for Reaver. So, Reaver, the continent of Madaris once promised a new start for settlers, but 200 years after its discovery, the war rages on. Deep within this savage and untamed land, a darkness starts to build that must be stopped at all costs. To do so, the Imperials, or the government, which is... Uh, I guess the good guys in this book Uh, they ensemble six of the most despicable prisoners might sound familiar Uh, (laughs) a turncoat, a skin eater, a sorcerer and his bodyguard, a serial killer and the devil's son which just sounds fucking amazing But they're the only ones who can stop the end of the world from happening. These guys are called Hell's Half Dozen. So these guys have to travel to a place called The Anvil to try to take down an unknown enemy that is trying to take over the land. It's a great book. It is literally Game of Thrones meets uh, fucking Suicide Squad. It's a fantastic book. And let me just tell you right now, Skin Eater, a.k.a. Rakela, who is one of the the main six, that's a character you're going to grow to love. I called... her uh, Arya Starks meets Harley Quinn that's literally what she is to me so uh, right now they're on only on issue two so you can still catch up with the book right now so that's my first recommendation and uh, you definitely want to go out and get your hands on that
0: Hell yeah! I definitely concur with that, good sir. I believe that uh, the Reavers and shout out to uh, our man Justin Jordan there. Uh, for he's going to be back on the show, coming up uh, future episodes. Uh, we're going to be talking about this as well as all of the other great projects that he AKA
1: has. the up. cat wrangler. The cat wrangler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, My comic book recommendation is something that came out uh, On August 7th A little little few days ago Uh, I also as I mentioned before went to A signing and got this uh, Nice from our good friends at uh, Midtown Comics it is Absolute Carnage now if anyone Remembers uh, there was this is A sort of advancement or play on words of another series that became a video game and very popular series for super nintendo and sega genesis which was maximum carnage yeah. so now we've gone from maximum carnage holy shit to i remember that game carnage. i used to own
1: that game i i, I, I actually took a totally time Donnie, machine to get that back hell
0: yeah man that was a good game The side scroller with spider-man you could choose either uh venom or uh carnage i mean not carnage spider-man it's pretty pretty awesome uh, so here we are Donny Cates is a writer here A cover artist is Ryan Stegman He's also the penciler for the internals uh, This story is After Venom's world is turned upside down a year ago Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman Are about to put the sinister symbiote Through hell again Only this time Carnage has come calling And everyone who's ever worn a symbiote Is dead in his sights he skirted the periphery of the Marvel Universe for months, but Cletus Cassidy at last stands posed to make his grand return to New York in a blistered triple sized story, and he wants to paint the town red again. So, um, my. I'm, my
1: I'm, I'm sold already, yeah, I'm sold.
0: Now. What I found to be interesting about this series is that it feels very much like a horror story. Uh, It has that element of consumption. Like, you're okay, it's all of us, and we're all together, and we have to survive because of this symbiote. This new symbiote gets to us. We're gone. That's it. We're gone. Like it, it takes over and we basically now become a mindless slave to this uh, to uh, absolute carnage at this point. It all goes back to our earlier storyline too with the whole Venom God, Noll, and, and a few other things. So if you're not familiar with that, you can go ahead and, you know, fill yourself in. I'm
1: beginning to feel like a Venom God.
0: Venom God. <laughs> oh, wait, Venom God? Oh, nice, nice. Oh, what's this? For- yeah, cuz Eminem actually also did for your favorite movie Venom. Venom
1: yeah, we, uh... Yeah, yeah, I mean, the song kind of matched the movie. It was, uh... <laughs> yeah, definitely uh,
0: was a different kind of tale altogether. But it was definitely great to uh, read this. Um, I must warn you, if you are not prepared to spend $8... This comic book is $8, but you are getting your money's worth because it's it is size. It's Donnie And Donnie Cates and... Uh, Donny Cates. I you know, said
1: Coates, Donnie Cates. Uh, Donnie Cates. Cates and get Ryan Ryan your, you get your money's worth. give
0: you great artwork along with great storytelling here. I cannot wait to read the second one, but I recommend you get out there and uh, check out Absolute Carnage. It is my favorite uh, book of the week as well as uh, my comic book recommendation of the week, good sir. Uh, so that
1: is all I have for comic a- I got one more.
0: Oh, you got one one more more for us. This is
1: definitely a book that you want to get your hands on because I'm pretty sure it's already, as we speak, going into second printing. It is a wonderful new story by Chip... Zdarsky called The White Trees Number One. Uh, he teams up with a superstar of, uh, superstar artist of the Runaways Chris Anka and uh, Matt Wilson who does some pretty amazing colors here. So let me give you the uh, little synopsis quickly which is, in the fantastic world of Black Sand, peace was hard won and three unbinding warriors carry the scars to prove it. Now almost 23, I don't know. Now now, almost 20 years later, their children have gone missing and the war is on the horizon. Can they put aside their differences and their memories of war? and each other to start a new adventure. Now, this book, the main character, uh, or one of the three main characters, his name, I believe, is Krylos, who uh, has piercing blue eyes and, like, a really long, cool-looking gray streak in his beard. He kind of reminds you of Kratos from God of War, Mm -hmm. and he's traded in his sword for basically, like, I guess you would say farming. Like, he's a farmer now. And they keep hinting at the fact that he was, like, a really great warrior that killed a lot of so people it's and So, he's got the
0: Bruce stuff. Lee don't fight effect. Yeah,
1: like, he gotcha. treats, so he's not fighting. So, like, and then they, uh, they get summoned by the king. Uh, him and two other warriors, which names I can't remember at the moment. So, but um, they get summoned by the king, and the king lets them know that they think like there's a new bad guy, basically, coming on the horizon, and basically their kids have gone missing. So this newfound evil is probably taking their children. Mm. So these three set out on a quest to. It's kind of like a mystery whodunit slash Game of Thronesy type of world where they're trying to figure out... A lot of references to Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're trying to figure out, like, what's, you know, who took their kids and what's going on. There's a lot of other uh, very, thi- like, things that'll make your eyes pop out of your head going on including an orgy I won't get into (laughs) but it does take place in this book so this book is definitely for mature readers I wouldn't recommend this book for smaller smaller little ones yeah this is an image book so, definitely you want to get your hand on that. Artwork is fantastic. And Chip dzarski Diz- he, he always does a good job with all the stuff that he writes. This guy is... Daredevil uh, was pretty dope.
0: Well, yeah, the, the new run of Daredevil was great. And he literally, for me, put Howard the Duck on the map. I think he really redefined that character and made people really forget the um, not so well uh, received uh, live action
1: version. I, I from thought the principal ago. from uh, Ferris Bueller put uh, <laughs> Howard the Duck on the map. <laughs> nice job. Yeah, he was definitely in there. Was like, ah. like, that actor. Talk hey, about a talk about a movie that people think like was a flop, but I love that movie. That movie was awesome like to movie? me awesome uh, well
0: you should know there's actually a guy just a nice little plug for these guys you can go check it out online um, he is there is someone who's doing a documentary about that movie and it's called um, Howard the Doc oh cool so it's actually in a uh, documentary that they're putting together and they're crowdfunding it in order to make a documentary about how great that movie was and why there's a small fan base like yourself who loved this movie so yeah, you can really go and support awesome. that um, I just found that out that's a little now bit of a community the news day. there
1: Exactly. That's a good song. And uh, do you remember? I forgot who played op- opposite of him uh, in that movie. I forget her name, but I believe she was in Back to the Future. Yes. Uh, yes. Is that Leah
0: Thompson? Oh yeah, we did talk to her, didn't we? Yeah, we talked to her for Tribeca. Uh, remember, I, I called I, I called her uh, Marty's girl, uh, Marty's
1: uh, girlfriend by mistake, and it was actually his mom. Wait, no, I think that's another person who was in Back to the Future. She well, was wait. also in Back to the Future. I think oh, that's oh, gotcha, two different gotcha. actresses, but I it, I can see how you could easily get them confused. Yeah, yeah well, this was the woman who played Marty's mom. Yeah, that woman you were talking about, she played Marty's girlfriend. She was Marty's girlfriend. No, that's in the what sequel. I'm telling you. We, we it was a
0: mistake because you corrected me on it. And she, I think she did too. I was calling her Marty's girl. And it was actually his mom. That's the lady we met. The lady, the lady that we met was actually Leah Thompson.
1: I'm telling you, I, I'm well, pretty sure. Not. Yes, I don't it, think was it was Thompson. Leah Thompson. It, no, it wasn't Leah Thompson. It was the other lady. I forget her name, but she's that's currently on the boys. That's not that's not the same person because she's also blonde.
0: Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. She, yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. She is on the boys. Yeah, yes.
1: Leah Thompson was uh, Marty's mom. That's right. Yeah, Remember because she kept say. calling him Calvin Klein. Calvin. He's a dream. That was such a weird experience. <laughs> Could you imagine going back in time and meeting our mom instead of your dad by accident? And then she falls in love with you? That was just
0: weird shit, man. I don't even want to think about that shit. <laughs> Um, moving on to some <laughs> other news. Um, going past comic book recommendations, we dive right into the ring with our WWE segment of the week. Ding 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 ding. So, uh, with the WWE segment of the week, we we're gonna uh, break down a little bit of SummerSlam, as well as Raw and SmackDown, as well as the return of the King of the Ring. Did you hear about
1: this? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Why are right you too excited I'm about really it? Excited because the storyline. Like, I feel like if they're not gonna get the storylines together, then what's the point? Ah, so uh, if you're not familiar with Ronnie, what Ronnie's
0: mentioning, uh, many fans, as well as ourselves, have complained the fact that WWE has sort of toned caution to the wind when it comes down to um, storylines.
1: Uh, they've been really, really weak oh, and they've gotten lacking worse. or just really not there at all. Like, yeah, like you're. You know, they start feuds. I feel like the wrestlers are just in the back and they're like, you, Rey Mysterio. You go out there You're fighting AJ Styles tonight They're you're doing like, a f- random f- what?
0: Random selector They hit a button And go Ramon Reigns is gonna fight Buddy Murphy Yay, Yay.
1: Like there's no storyline Uh He thought that you were the one In the parking lot Go
0: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like they're making up things on the fly, and we don't really enjoy it, which brings us into our SummerSlam uh, review. Now, there were some decent matches here. I don't think there it was. Were?
1: Yes, there were some decent matches here, and we will I go I would love into to it. hear your opinion on that, because I didn't really like any of the matches.
0: Well, we'll start from the top. Uh, starting from the top, we had the Universal Championship match. That was the Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Now... That match, to me, was a way better match than we got at WrestleMania. I'm
1: going to tell you, the main reason why I didn't like that match was because, like, all right, first and foremost, yes, we all know wrestling's fake, but it was just weird to me at the fact that Brock Lesnar focused so much on Seth Rollins' ribs, but then at the turning point in the match where Seth Rollins starts winning, it's like suddenly his ribs were healed. Oh. Am I the only one that noticed that he's wearing all these bandages and, ooh, and Lesnar's hitting him with all these shots? But the second, well, like, he gets his second win at- towards the end of the match, it's like the ribs thing never happened. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right guess well, we don't have to play into that anymore. Were you talking about a consistency? Is that yeah, what you're talking Yeah, like he—it wasn't consistent. It was like, yeah, I'm, I just won. Oh, okay, all right, I guess.
0: So another uh, match that didn't have a um, ending that I really wanted, um, and was, I felt like we were robbed of just so that they could stretch this shit a little bit longer, which was Coffee Kingston versus Randy Orton. It was for the WWE championship
1: and how did it end?
0: With a double, double count counter.
1: because Randy Orton like walked over to Coffee's kids and wife and then suddenly Coffee got like crazy angry. <laughs> he didn't even actually do anything. He was just standing in front of them and then Coffee's son like said something to Randy Orton and then I personally hate when they do the stupid storylines where they bring people's families into mm-hmm. it cuz it's just annoying. But yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure they're gonna fight again after, especially after I'm the results of what happened on SmackDown. They definitely New will. Day got their ass handed to them, so they got jumped.
0: Um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty interesting. Honestly, night. I
1: hope that they don't drop the title from Coffee to Randy Orton. Like, I would much rather somebody else be the guy who dethrones Coffee Kingston, win his title run. You know, ends. I agree. I think um, right now. <sighs> Right now, they're
0: they uh, Let's just call it what it is. is on their diversity kick right now, so <laughs> they're like, "All right, we're going to focus on Becky, and, which is a woman, and we're going to also focus
1: on Coffee and a few other like black Honestly, wrestlers." You know who I would want to see fight Coffee Kingston for the WWE title with a decent storyline put to that. Um, what's the name? The other New Day member. Um, and I'm not... doing the other not, New Day not, Day not, member? Yeah, not... Xavier? Uh, not Xavier. Big E? Big E. I would like to see Big E in a... Not even like a... They turn on each other or anything. Just a, a friendly... We're, we're boys, but I want an opportunity type of thing. I mean, Roe Marines and Seth Rollins did it. There, there's been a, a couple... A number of matches where, you know... Okay. Literally just shake hands. We still boys, but... Being a champion is something I've always wanted to do, so I want to shop. Mm. Well, we were definitely, uh,
0: man, I, I can't tell you enough about uh, how few matches were actually good. So, those are the two matches that I thought Ronnie didn't care for most of. Uh, oh, this I, particular I will tell you one, one
1: moment that I really, 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 really liked, and it happened on the pre show. During Elias's segment. Elias came out and he did what he does. Shut your mouth, silence your cell phones, yada, yada. And before he could do anything else, Edge's music hit. And I swear, it was the first time that I watched WWE anything in a long time that goosebumps came across both my arms when Edge's music hit. And it it reminded me like Edge is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Rated R superstar. I used to love his matches and his cheating tactics to how he won a lot of matches. You cannot, you can never forget the fucking spear through the branding table that he did with Mick Foley. That was amazing. He had a hell of a career. He came out And then, like, he didn't say anything, got in the ring, everybody went crazy, and he just speared Elias. (laughs) And I was like, and then he left. And I just thought that I was amazing. Well, he was in, he's a Canadian
0: boy, so they were in Toronto for this. So, that makes sense. So, so I would honestly say there's probably one other match that I actually cared for a little bit more. We're going to go through all the matches, but I'm just naming the ones that I was like, this match was okay. AJ Styles versus Ricochet.
1: Oh, it was ca- still oh, an okay care- match. Oh, you cared for that? I didn't. Care. It was still it, like
0: overall as a performance. Those three matches as, to me as a performance, had good
1: performance. As a performance, it was okay. As a storyline, I don't, I don't know how this benefits Ricochet because Ricochet. Let's face it, AJ Styles is a legend in wrestling. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't need a push at all. He don't need to OC. Nope. He don't need any of that so, so to have Ricochet lose to AJ Styles repeatedly. Doesn't, that doesn't do anything for Ricochet but push him down to me. It doesn't build him up.
0: Speaking of not building somebody up, we jump right into the rest of the, the steaming pile of shit matches that we got here. Starting with the favorite one, which was a long-winded intro to a
1: two-second squash match. You know, know what I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler? No, I'm not even... No, that's funny. I'm not even talking about Uh, that. No. Oh, oh, which one are you talking about? I'm talking
0: about about The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. So a long-ass entrance, which led up to us basically seeing... This weird ass lantern with what looks like
1: Bray Wyatt's head, and if you you know if you have epi- epsilon- epilepsy or whatever, I feel like that entrance too was like caused you to vomit in your seat because there were like lights and it was. I know I know what they're trying to do. I just feel like they're overdoing it with Bray Wyatt. I don't think they need all those all the theatrics for him.
0: They went full on theatrics, and while I'm not upset with the look of the fiend, aka Bray Wyatt. I was in big disagreement of the fact that his match coming in... Well,
1: I'll even take a, a stab at that and say... Uh, to me, and I hope I'm not getting anybody in trouble here, but the mask literally looks like the Joker from Scott well, Snyder's story. It
0: is inspired by that. It
1: okay. Is. It is right. inspired it, by it, it had to be. They the literally light. had
0: an article where they had inspiration okay. and they talked to the people who made that. Okay. Uh, so no stealing. Scott was Snyder's literally... like, all right, I don't have to sue anybody alright. Exactly. They're like, I, I'm not, you know, have to come up with anything. But yes, there was definitely some inspiration. And then there's there. the
1: stupidness with him, like, he's fighting with himself while he's, like, all right, man, I guess. Like, Bray Wyatt had the potential to me, and I said this a long time ago, to be the new Undertaker. Like, kind of like, not the Undertaker, there's only one Undertaker, but I mean like that new dark entity in the WWE to he do all, all this weird this. stuff. Like, I don't think so with this. I don't see this drawn out to be like like long, long term.
0: I think personally that... In terms of the gimmick, I'm not, I don't have a problem with Bray Wyatt's gimmick. I think that they did what they don't normally do is that they literally had him come out there and keep doing these Firefly Islands. And we knew it was always leading up to Bray Wyatt's new darker tone because it was this really creepy Mr. Rogers kind of thing that they were doing with it. And they had all these weird characters that were voiced by Bray Wyatt. Uh, like this weird rabbit and this weird vulture. R- rambling, this
1: rambling rabbit.
0: Rambling rabbit. And then each character started getting killed. And then like they had a pig that was supposed to represent him. him.
1: I feel like it now is, where do we go from here?
0: Well, that's the problem when you have no storylines and you squash <laughs> somebody who's one of your top guys. What well, the fuck would you like do that with and, Finn Balor? And on top
1: of that, it's like what was the point of that? I'm like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what was the point of that. Like, so I, what I, from my understanding, I'm guessing that he wasn't on Raw and like, you know, they didn't really talk about it that much. So I guess he's just going to randomly appear. Is that what's going to happen? So you never know what segment he's going to show up in is what that, what it seems like they're probably going to continue to do with his new persona. Which is he can just show up and just be like, all you have to do is let me in yeah so it could be like you sound like a damn rapist like, we're just
0: like, <laughs> like yo man relax dog like you're just like
1: I feel like the other reason I can't take it serious too is literally because like I follow Ray Wyatt on Instagram and to see him oh. cheesing in pictures with his new baby, it's like, I don't know. Like, if you were gonna give him this persona, maybe, maybe like have him have his Instagram and stuff private, cause like it just kills the effect to me. Yes.
0: I would say that in this day and age with social media, For we all know wrestling is fake, but we want to believe it to be a
1: shoot, as they say in the business. I can't, I can't like be like, yeah, I'm a badass from the streets, and then be in a picture in the suburbs on my Instagram, like eating ice cream cones. I just just picked from my garden, you know, like like, I can't, like that doesn't match up. You want it to match, and that that, but that's where that's the
0: society we live in now, which is that. Um, we basically they feel like we should be able to separate the two which is like he's an actor he's Loki. But, well, you yeah, know, I guess because you know, yeah, also deserved, know Tom Hiddleston is not low-key. I mean,
1: he deserves to have his, his own freedom, and if he wants to share that publicly, hey, hey, yeah, I get it.
0: That. I just, again, for
1: wrestling in terms of a, a soap opera, I don't need to really. It's like The Undertaker. Like, we've never really seen. I don't see The Undertaker on Twitter, like, hey, that was cool. I don't see him on social media really He's like, at all.
0: I'm with my, my daughter eating ice cream. Yeah, like, like that.
1: Nah, man, like. And I, that's part of why The Dead Man is. Yeah. yeah, who
0: he is? The last. I think it's something funny, and it's just a side note, but it still relates into wrestling. Uh, Booker T on his uh, show um, Hall of Fame. I'm said just a regular dude like you. Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we met him. Um, he said something interesting that I think does. Um, it, it, it has to do with Chance. If you notice that Chance uh, the Rapper? No, not Chance the Rapper. <laughs> chance in from the audience. You notice that most of the chants are usually, this is awesome. And if you notice, he said, the chants are, oh, this whole thing is awesome. As opposed to somebody getting over, like, somebody's like, Rocky, Rocky. That's very specific. Yeah. So, you know, like, burn it down is something that's specific to um, uh, Seth Rollins. So. That's kind of how It's like your name And who you are Gets over with the fans Before you actually Get over with the fans That's why fans Are still going Woo yeah, exactly. That kind of thing or lives blood. on behind you. It, it, it lives. It, it, it's great. So I think in this day and age, we don't have that as much because like we don't have. We we got so many guys in here trying to hit high spots and just the only checklist. You know, the like, only
1: guy who's not super huge yet, but is on his way and will be on the main roster, so they can ruin him one day. Adam Cole. I have never ever in the last two years I have I haven't been to a single meet and greet event that had something to do with wrestling where somebody didn't walk by and go Adam Cole baby or so, have a t-shirt that says Shocked System yeah so I like there's a few guys who are still doing it you know I mean we had Rusev Day but and they decided not to put him on television yeah anymore. they, they uh, ended that day that was um that, that was a that pretty was good gimmick I thought
0: short lived. Uh, another match that I didn't care for because, once again, as you said, with Finn Balor, with this person, it doesn't go anywhere. Other than the fact that it's a one-person's farewell match, Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. What did Charlotte Flair beating Trish Stratus do for Charlotte? Flair? It didn't do
1: anything. Charlotte Flair's over already. And, like there's and no. Like, and what was the point? Like, can any of the legends actually win a match? Like you ever notice, they bring the legends back to She'll have lose. matches, and they never—they never win.
0: Well, they come back simply as accolades for the people who are going to be there every day.
1: Okay, but I mean, like they, maybe it would make cool. sense if they were pushing somebody who needed to push though. But Baron Corbin is gonna always be able to be
0: say, I'm the one who retired Kurt Angle's ass. Exactly. So but then again, we're gonna see that. Right but now.
1: see that I mean, even if he's taking a break or whatever, that works for Corbin because like that gives Corbin a push. He can come out there and this year, next year and say that. You the guy that, you know, retired Kurt Angle, boo. Yep. As long as they make him a heel, you know? So I agree. I think um
0: the other match that also was not one of my favorite... Actually, there's two. One, uh, Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler. Again, another of buried. the same fucking they, thing. They, this is not going anywhere. Wait, we
1: had this conversation, which I said they were going to either... I said you could go two ways with this. You could make Dolph Ziggler even more popular and awesome by having him beat Goldberg or you could bury him once again by not only did they bury him but I feel like they put him under the fucking ring mat he yeah. got speared not once not twice but three times in this it was match unnecessary it was just like <laughs> why and right. it was just so that people was like
0: Well, that last match, we want people to still believe in the legacy of Goldberg, so we don't want that. That's all this match was. Dolph Ziggler was like, hey, Goldberg, do you need me to uh, help you, like, make up for that stupid uh, Super Showdown bullshit, that match where you you knocked yourself out? Like, (laughs) come on. I get it. Look, Goldberg is Goldberg. I don't think he really needed It would have been
1: nice if they would have used somebody else and not Dolph Ziggler. I would like to see Ziggler. Ziggler literally is championship material. He should have had that belt around his waist like years ago. But I don't know. They just... uh, Also, I want to point something out. This is one SummerSlam in which
0: no real... One of the worst. Yeah, I would say this is one of the SummerSlams in which no real titles change hands. We all knew Seth Rollins was going to be Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar is not a person that's around. Let's just face it. Like, if he's going to fight somebody who's around and shows up every fucking week and shows up the pay per views, he's going to lose. Like, it's not him going to go, oh, uh, like, he's I don't going know, to lose. not
1: that. Brock Lesnar? I mean, besides Goldberg, I definitely think that Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, and I'm just going to single out those two guys, definitely have some of the most impressive record, records in wrestling history.
0: Absolutely. I think that uh, Brock Lesnar has proven himself to be a formidable athlete in general. Like, he's definitely going to be somebody who continues to, uh, you know, dominate any area that he goes into. So, uh, big shout out to him. I'm still a fan. Uh, I just kind of wish that he would get a real match. Like, this match, I did really. (laughs) Yeah, too. (laughs) Braun Strowman Robbie Lashley You fucking name it uh, Even Baron Corbin Would be a better fight Or fucking uh, uh, They have the people Drew McIntyre You name it like, you got all of these people. You
1: want to... Oh, they got Drew McIntyre fighting Cedric Alexander. He's pushing the some. fucking 205 push- yeah. guy.
0: Come on. <laughs> what are you doing for him? He was just next to Shane McMahon as, like, a right-hand man beating the shit out of uh, Kevin Owens and other people. And
1: Ramp Roman Reigns.
0: We don't even want to, like, talk about the fucking... Uh, what you call it? The, the situation with... Um, what you call it? What the, what the hell is his name? We don't even want to talk about
1: uh, Kevin, El- Kevin Ke- Owens and Sh- Shane McMahon. Yeah, Kevin
0: Owens and Shane McMahon. That that, that was like-
1: the, that was not surprising at all that Kevin Owens won that match, considering how they already had a match with where he was. With, on he, the line he, yeah, with McMahon the same won. person. But Shane McMahon won <laughs> that one. I'm like, they're going to fire him again? They that repeated
0: no the storyline, so like there's really nothing they can do at this point that's going to... Shane
1: McMahon is a great guy. I like him for who he is and stuff, but he doesn't push anything forward, in my opinion. I'm just glad to not see him there and now maybe... Let's just get back to traditional wrestling, shall we? Yeah, man. And, and good storylines. Or at least well, halfway sorry. decent ones. Uh, he,
0: he was still out there talking shit and on, on SmackDown, so more stuff is going to continue to so for some reason people still want to see Jamie man and fight and then Kevin Owens is getting this weird
1: pseudo Stone Cold kind of thing going on and it's just like Yeah, I don't know why he's like using the center and I need him to start. Well I mean it makes sense like his original move was a power bomb and I know nowadays with so many people like Paige like permanently injured from neck injuries maybe that's why they're straying away from so many power bombs and moves like cause you know, they don't do you notice no one does power drivers anymore. Well that's a long time so, been gone. So like po- been, and power, bomb, power bombs are starting to like disappear. Completely too, so maybe that's why they gave him the stunner to give him a different move. Mm. Listen, I understand it's
0: a it, it's a it's a a tough a tough situation, and I really do think wait what uh, I really do think that we need to um, get we we need to get past all of these stupid ass storylines of repeating stuff, and we need to get to a place where we where belts matter. Storylines matter and they're actually built properly. If you're gonna have and they Finn, make sense, yes, if you're gonna have Finn Balor fight the fiend, Finn Balor is about to go again. This is because social media is available to us now with these people's lives. Finn Balor has already agreed that he's about to go on break for like a month after SummerSlam. So did we really think he was going to win this match? <laughs> no, because like based on the information that he provides to the fans, we're like, oh, if you're going away, then clearly you're, you're not going to lose. You're going to lose. Especially loot.
1: if he had a title. It's like, oh, I'm going to take a, I'm gonna take two months off, and you got a title. Yeah, he's going to lose that title in this match.
0: Speaking of titles that weren't defended at SummerSlam, uh, where the fuck was Shinsuke Nakamura? He's Uh the Intercontinental Champion, and he didn't have a
1: fight. Oh, I guess he's going to show up to Knight of Champions because that matters even more. I mean, maybe. Come on. My, my Iconics girls, I feel like, didn't really get justice. I feel like they literally just gave the tag team titles to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross because they're popular right now. Yeah. Oh, here, take these titles. Maybe you'll make them
0: relevant. <laughs> Here's the problem. and that's Hey, you guys,
1: you guys get higher ratings than the Iconics. Here. I'll, I'll give you
0: one last thing before we, we ride off into the sunset uh, with our last topic. Uh, but John Cena said it best when he was cutting a promo on Roman Reigns. If that title makes you, then you're not a champion. It's that plain and simple. That, I'm paraphrasing, but if you need the belt on you to be the champion, like people talk about Brock Lesnar, and I'm gonna take a moment here to defend him. Brock Lesnar does not need the Universal Champion, that, to, uh, be a champion right? to be a great wrestler to be a great wrestler or fuck you up. Like he doesn't need that title to get in the ring and slam your ass around. And I remember a line from SummerSlam, which is one of my favorite lines, where you go back and watch it on the network, and that shit was, uh, well, straight up, uh, uh, welcome to torture. Like, he was about, he got behind Seth Rollins, and he was about to do the suplex, and he said that shit right into the camera. Get ready for torture, boy! Like,
1: it was about to go down, and he suplexed him, like, six times, like... And his matches are always pretty brutal. He's known as, like, the big guy around the block.
0: Even as a big guy, he does something that very few people do nowadays. Brock Lesnar, if you give him a good match, he'd do this little thing that a lot of these wrestlers right now don't seem to know about. This thing called selling. Selling. Oh, yeah. It's a selling Like we know It's, a sh- it's not You know Certain things are real But god damn it It should feel like it Like it should hurt Like oh my god What the hell Just happened to oh, me Oh yeah like,
1: You mean like Things like There was at one point In the SummerSlam match I think he like F5 Seth Rollins Into the railing He just threw yes. him Like oh my Chef god Seth Rollins
0: should be Like almost foaming At the mouth At the pain That he's ensuing Like that's what Selling is all about Ring. That's in ring psychology That it's see C- to go to the wayside with this, like WWE building their own system and like pumping out their own people. I'm gonna tell you to it straight, and, and if anybody disagrees, that's all fine. You can come at me on any of our social media channels, and I'll love to have this kind of real conversation with you. I personally think all of the people who have been successful from NXT. That are successful now in WWE or have had some type of push or title in WWE coming from NXT have been people who come from other systems who've been forced to come to NXT because that's what WWE system is. I'll name yeah. them. Finn Balor. Um, what's her name? Uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, what you call it? Um, Samoa Joe. Yeah. These are other people. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Those are other people Seth Rollins
1: Dean Ambrose
0: All of these guys boy, Were people at
1: John Moxley now Yes
0: They came through Other systems And had other things That were going on And they said Hey we know you know that But You need to go through Our system And make our Our system work for you And understand Where our cameras are And how we work Before we can bring you up To the main roster And once they Fulfilled their little NXT contracts Shinsuke Nakamura If they fucking use him Not like hide him In the background With the title uh, this guy's out here doing fucking no 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 pun no pun intended no racial thing at all. This guy is out here. If you look at social media, doing fucking ramen noodle uh, advertisements. I mean, hey, like,
1: you gotta hustle,
0: right? We gotta hustle. You know, he's not on TV. He's not getting that TV money, so he's gotta do what he's gotta do. But how I, can you do I that I wanna to the champion? I know what
1: the politics are behind that when they don't have somebody on television, especially when they have a title. I feel like you would want to make a segment for that person. Just makes sense. It doesn't make sense. It makes absolutely perfectly good sense. Like, it just doesn't make
0: any sense to not, uh, Get that that one thing that but we've all Then
1: again if wrestling made complete sense We wouldn't be here rambling about it Pretty much so it gives
0: us great things to talk About here and great great debates um, Well with that said uh, We are going to move on to our last topic uh, Which was just something that Was sort of an idea so we're going to call This the Ronnie Markel, uh Corner so we're going to take a little moment Here and just say uh, There's a question that came up online Where uh, someone uh, asked Whether or not we felt that uh, WWE, uh, I'm sorry, Disney, uh, the recreation of all of their properties becoming from going from 2D and going into
1: live action. Whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing, your thoughts on that? I'm kind of like in the middle, 50/50. I feel Explain. like I feel like it's. It's like a gift and a curse. It's a hit or miss. Like some, some of the ideas they brought to life are good. Some I didn't really care for. I didn't even see Cinderella. Like just to see Aladdin be brought to life, I thought that Will Smith looked a little weird as a blue genie, as I keep saying. But it was to see; it was good to see like the movie brought to life with cult- culture, <clears throat> cultural appreciation added to it, where they actually, you know, had characters that came from those real backgrounds mm-hmm. instead of like the cartoon where every character is white. So yeah. what
0: you're saying is that. It was good that they brought a cartoon in which they made the mistake of not providing any cultural context to it and when they made the live action they
1: made. Yeah, they made sure that they 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 added they added that. I mean, you know, I think it was still off a little bit, but for the most part they did really well. But I feel like I haven't if I can say so far have I seen any of the live actions that I was like, Oh my god, I just love this. No, I haven't seen that yet. I mean I, I did enjoy some of the songs of Beauty and the Beast, but I felt like it was literally the cartoon brought to life. And yeah. if you weren't going to make it any different, then what was the point of making it live action? I'm with you. I think that uh,
0: there was definitely
1: a way for them
0: to not um, to, to make, to, there, there was a way for them to do this wrong. And that brings me to a movie like The Lion King. I've talked about it before. Biggest issue I had with it Was the fact that I watched it I mean uh, It wasn't everything (laughs) Because the story Was still the same Uh, I think that The problem that they had With it was that They tried to recreate Something that didn't Really It told me that Somebody didn't pay attention To what made Um, Lion King great Which was The vibrancy of colors The emotion From these animals That don't normally Have emotions Definitely So when you make a Nat Geo Exclusive With a bunch of Like celebrities Voicing over A bunch of real Life looking lions, Doesn't really do it justice So On one point You made a very valid point Which is I understand why you're in the middle about it, because in the case of Aladdin, it was able to course correct something that they felt maybe they needed to do. They were also human beings, so it was a little different there, too. Yeah, it was human beings. Um, but with that said, there are some properties that we personally uh, chose ourselves. So we have three properties each that we would like to see Disney uh, <laughs> Look, I'm like, make it. I'm like, did I come up
1: with three? Did come up I with think three? I came up with three. I think you did. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay.
0: So, uh, with that said, I, I think that we will. We do feel just answering that person's question that uh, sent it in. Um, I don't have the name in front of me right now, but thank you for that question and thank you for listening to the show. Uh, what I will say is we'll that we'll shout you out next time. We definitely will. Um, I definitely will say that it is hard to say definitively that it's a bad thing because there is a chance for them to create new audiences based on the fact that they're paying attention to a certain culture. Uh, that's a great way for them to utilize these live reaction remakes.
1: And also some kids are watching this for the first time. They might have never seen some of these cartoons at all and this is their first interpretation of it. And it may so. give them
0: a, a, a gateway into checking out the original as well. yeah. On the other side of this, uh, don't fuck up like you did with uh, Lion King
1: and forget what made for, these things great for, for us born in the 80s and forward yeah. you might just make us angry yeah you might piss some <laughs> people off and yeah your movie made a billion dollars
0: and that was just because we all showed up yeah it's like um, we gave our
1: money but it doesn't mean they like it and exactly ju- and you know just because an award winning cinematographer or someone's a part of it doesn't mean that it's still not a heaping piece of trash
0: I think what you were saying I think somehow you're sliding back to Venom too. <laughs> It felt like felt like that was a shot at it too. That's what it felt like. But <laughs> maybe you maybe I'm wrong. That's what it felt like. Like and
1: Andy, you having know. Andy circus and an
0: award winning uh, cinematographer you know, doesn't maybe, make you happy.
1: I'm pretty sure you know, like the screenwriters from the first movie wrote a lot of other good movies. Doesn't mean everything you write is going to be good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <But that's just laughs> With that said, what uh what are your what are your All three right. choices? So my first choice. So wait, let me give the audience the context of where these three come from. So right. Uh, the three choices. Tra- that we made uh, for Disney Live action uh, remakes Is basically we chose Three uh, Disney properties That we thought Would make great advancements Either, either reboots, reboots or, or remakes, Or remakes But it's also a change of genre So for example You can take something like Proud Family And turn it into a sitcom where Tommy Davidson really, you know, stars in it along with Sorry, Ronnie, not the girl from fucking Black Lightning, but actually <laughs> Kayla, Ka- Kayla Pratt. Um, so that was the context behind it. They look alike. Guys, they look similar. If you guys feel like you have some ideas, well, definitely uh, send it to us online, Twitter, social, uh, any of our social media channels. Just check out Ronnie Markell make Mega Podcast. And with that said,
1: Ronnie's gonna give his three. Alright, so I would give, I'll give you the first one The first one for me is The Princess and the Frog Which is a movie that It's kind of like it funny because I didn't actually initially like this movie When it first came out But I, would, I think that that movie would actually Work live action Princess and the Frog, like, to make her frogs. And and if you think about, like, the the difference between that and The Lion King is, like I was saying earlier about, like, the movie Look Who's Talking, you don't necessarily have to have these frogs talk to each other. You could just have them, you know, you could just make sure you render and get the expressions well and just have them talk, like, from the mind kind of like they did in Look Who's Talking but I think that I think that Princess and the Frog would do well live action from cartoon. you know what's funny is
0: you bring up Look Who's Talking it makes me realize the fact that I know we could hear their voices but what the hell did they have like telekinesis? Because how the fuck did they hear each other? I never <laughs> thought you, about that. When you now. think
1: about that, even in those movies, they they did really well with facial expressions. Yes, like facial when, expressions. When Bruce Willis was like, uh, "Oh no, I got to pee," they had the little boy like looking around, and they did really well. With, that's Correct. all we can relate to, it and it was funny.
0: Correct. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, yeah, I just think I just, I just about realized
1: that. Bruce Willis and John Travolta were in a movie together too. You just didn't get you just didn't see Bruce Willis.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: John Travolta, man,
0: uh, cool cool dude. Um,
1: my he's, he's one, looking like Lex Luthor nowadays. Yeah, he's, the he's embracing kid. the
0: bald man. He's got the beard going on. Um, my uh, one of my choices that I would like to see, so you want to see that go, you think that would be a perfect adaptation from 2D to live action? To live action. Okay. One of my choices uh, for this uh, was one that uh, actually isn't 2D but it's actually one of Disney's great uh, 3D animated ones that I'd love to see live action. Meet the Robinsons. Huh. Meet the Robinsons because it has Look such there, a great cast of characters and because they literally made them 3D animated and they worked all kind of human characters that with reading animated it's an easy translation it's already human also
1: a very good disney movie.
0: very good disney movie uh tom Selleck uh, appears
1: in there uh, you find out later on that which is even hilarious because he's like what does your dad look like and he's like uh tom Selleck." and tom Selleck was the voice of the dad yes exactly <laughs> i was just like oh he grows up to be tom Selleck." that's pretty <laughs> awesome uh, what is your second one, good sir? All right, so my second one is an older, older one that m- some people out there may not be familiar with, but this one I would do actually live action to live action. It is a property called H- Honey Ashtrunk to Kids. It, I'm like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, literally, with the technology and special effects we have today, I think would definitely work if with the right, you know, cast and storyline. I think it, that could be cool. Well, and I would definitely want a, a cameo by Rick Moranis. I know that he's not really into acting and stuff, but that would just be awesome if he was in it at some, capa- you know, capacity. But we didn't have him for Ghostbusters. It'd be cool if we got him for this.
0: Personally, I w- I have Honey, I Shrunk the Kids on my list.
1: It is one of oh, my really? on the list. Nice. But I
0: have a different way and different medium that I want to see it in. I want to see it go Cartoon. from. I would like to see it go from live action to a Pixar movie. Okay, I can see that too. Definitely, that can work because either way, the, 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 like take the uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids and make The Incredibles. I
1: honestly think you might be able to do a lot more with it if you made it animated, because there's so much more you mm-hmm. could do in terms of like what they could get into and stuff. Exactly. You can get really detailed in certain things. Another live action, I would be all for that as well. Just It feels like we're giving ideas for the Disney Plus app right now. I don't know why, but for some reason, I, f- I just feel like if they remade Honey, I Shrinked the Kids as a live action movie, that Kevin Hart, for some reason, would be... Rick Moranis' character. God, <laughs> I don't know. No, I, just, could see I that. just casted that for you guys. I don't know why, but I could see that, like him as Rick Moranis's, him as the parent looking for the kids. That would be pretty cool. I would, I would support that. I
0: think that's a good, a good pick, uh, good casting for him. I know Rick Moranis. Uh, uh, Rick, uh, Rick Moranis. Uh, if you look him up, he had a. There's a big story behind why he doesn't act anymore, but it's very interesting. Uh, if you get a chance, definitely Google that. Um, my third pick, uh, before we get to Rodney's third and final pick, uh, is actually another uh, property that some people may know and some people may not remember. But there's a little story called Atlantis.
1: Ooh. Atlanta, do you remember Atlantis? Uh, Vaguely, but I remember. I remember a poster with someone wearing glasses. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. That was a really great. It was uh, one of those sort of sleeper hits that they had that didn't really get the traction that Disney wanted. It made a sequel that went straight to VHS or DVD and never saw the
1: light of day again.
0: But I think in a world where Namor is going to come to life and we already have Aquaman. Hey, that's
1: a good James Bond title, Never See the Light of Day. Never See the Light of Day. That would be a cool title. You better make that into a book or something. (laughs) Um, I would say
0: that with the special effects, I would personally like to see it live action And uh, the person I would like to see play that character, which uh, I can look up who that was, I would like to see the main character be played by none other than Tom Holland. If you take that same guy from Atlantis Mm -hmm. uh, and you take a look at him, I think that just the acting ability, uh, the, the acting that they did through 2D, um, I think that Tom Holland would be a great choice for that. So here we are already casting some things as well. I'm sorry. It's the Atlantis, the Lost Empire, to be specific. Um, that main guy, I would love to see uh, Tom Holland take on that role.
1: Oh, nice. Um,
0: so uh, to, to translation from a 2D to a live action in this case. What is your final choice
1: uh, oh, in the, Final choice, actually, I just realized it's not a Disney movie. It's actually a Disney television show. Okay. But I would actually like to see this brought back as an animated show, maybe even in the same style as DuckTales, Darkwing Duck. It's already happening. Are you serious? Yeah. It's already happening. Don't make me pee myself.
0: No, I'm serious. It's happening. It's in that same art style as uh, DuckTales. Cause Are he's, you serious? He, Drake
1: Mallard is on that show. I haven't watched, I haven't watched that. Are <laughs> Sorry, you spoilers, serious?
0: Spoilers, Drake Mallard is on that Whoa, show. Well,
1: he's on DuckTales. He is on that <laughs> show. They're making Darkwing Duck. Do- They're going to make Okay, Darkwing. guys, I got to go. I got <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of urine running down you know your life. leg right now. Is that what happened? Wow, that's awesome. Oh, the next one, too, coming to Disney Plus uh, is a uh, Chip, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Because I
1: would, yeah, I would imagine that you would go back and bring back the, uh, oh, you know what? I have another one. I actually do have one more, and it literally popped into my head that I think could be brought to live action, and I definitely think it could, or it could be live action or an animated Pixar movie, which is the Gummy Bears. I knew you were going to see it. Yeah, I'm like, G- Oh, bears, bouncing bouncing here da- ra- ra- like, ra- that was such an awesome cartoon that time forgot. You want to like, see live action? That could be, I think that they could do the same thing like they did with the Smurfs. Like, you know, I think they could bring them to the Were there to, humans like, in the show, though? Were they? Yeah, there were humans on the show. Okay. They had, like, a, a couple of humans a part of the show. I think that is, personally, I think that is so obscure
0: that they would need to do that like animated before they did live action it's, it's very obscure it's like like, okay, I know Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I know this one, but, like,
1: that you had one to be hardcore Disney channel back, back You'd in You'd have the to day. be hardcore nerd, too, to remember yeah. the gummy bears. Yeah, that's, that's a hardcore nerd there. Um, but, yeah, that's those
0: are some good choices. Let's not make the mistake, guys. And uh, I'm just going to call it out and say let's not make the mistake and make a live action of uh, Kim Possible because I don't well, know if they you already saw that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't make that mistake. That's uh, a good example when it comes to forgetting, this is just a message to Disney, and they probably don't listen, but if you guys can spread the word for us, Disney, pay attention to Lion King. Fuck, forget about the box office for a second. Pay attention to Lion King and the criticism that it got, the terrible scores that it got, and the audience reactions to it. Because we'll buy into what you sell, but don't just be, don't be lazy and just give us this like hardcore detailed thing that completely strips the movie of the elements that we really liked about it pretty much that was Kim Possible and that was Lion King (laughs) I
1: didn't even watch that
0: one but I guess it's okay maybe maybe I'll
1: check it out you don't want to burn I've your eyeballs seen, out I've seen bad things Remember I watched the uh, What was it Just till dawn television series. Oh my god <laughs> geez, oh. <laughs> So I've seen bad So oh,
0: I Wait Sorry Sorry
1: that? to Walmart uh, Aldorama Can I, I, can I ask, Did you but,
0: watch more than one episode
1: no. Nah, I couldn't even <laughs> get past
0: the first episode. <laughs> like, I'm not
1: watching this shit. No.
0: Like, nah, man. Uh, no, I
1: nah, nah, nah. But nah. if you guys out there, if you have any uh, ideas for, like, properties you would like to see, you know, live action animated, shoot us an email RonnieMarkel at gmail.com and maybe we'll read them on our next episode.
0: Absolutely. We we encourage you guys to uh, send us questions um, and we will definitely read them in our little segment within the show. And we'll see here and discuss them because they're great questions and we want to make sure that we get down and nerdy and gotta get down and nerdy gotta get down and nerdy that's gonna be our new theme song (laughs) down and nerdy Uh, with that said I am Markel and I'm Ronnie and this has been Ronnie Markel Makeup Podcast, episode number 93. Only seven episodes away from the all pinnacle 100th episode, which once again will be a live episode in which you will get a chance to see our lovely faces right on our YouTube channel, which is coming with tons and tons of content. I know we've been promising it for a while. Tons. But we are. It's going to be so fantastic. That. It's going to be so fantastic. Like nothing you've ever seen before. <laughs> I'm doing my trum- fingers right now. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, guys, we're going to take it all home. I'm going to say what I've been saying through most of this episode, which is uh, stay tuned and uh, you know make sure that you spay new to your pets as always.
1: And I can't promise that I won't go to the original Skeletor's house to get a pop sign. Bayonne, New Jersey. Go check them out. All right. Restraining order coming. <laughs> <laughs>